going, universe? Welcome to another episode of uh, Zoobox, a podcast about nonsense, much of which you're about to hear right now. Oh, don't worry, don't be confused. This is not Zoobox Live. And uh, the, Mike, yeah. falling in maybe the deepest ravine I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, granted, in fairness to him, we were out hiking and he just started tumbling and I just kind of kept walking. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a long way down. Then, because I then I would have to go down to get him, and then come back up. That seems like a lot. Ah, it's a lot of work, man. Ravines are pretty steep too. I mean, you're not, you know, you probably need to get ropes or something. Exactly. Some yeah. sort of pulley system. That ah, you know, <laughs> who's got the time? What are you huffing on there, dude? Well, how do you, how do you like it? it? This is not like a. This is not Delta Eight. It's just no, like, I, I know. That's why I'm at. I think, like, I, just, I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stop smoking. God, I, I dude, I, I don't know, dude. And I and I'm gonna switch to vaping because I only really like want to do this when I'm recording podcasts. Like well, that's a habitual thing. Yeah, you know, to, exactly. And that's part of it. Yeah. But like when I'm recording podcasts and if we have like a drink or whatever, like then that's when I want to like have a smoke and be social. Yeah. Uh, and because uh, less and less do I like just hang out and chain smoke. Like a carton of cigarettes lasts me like three weeks now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's I mean, that's good. for me, that's really good. A carton of cigarettes was like a hard seven days. Yeah, and that's <laughs> like pretty good. I mean, I I don't know. It depends. It depends on what I'm doing. If I'm like really active and I'm really like out moving or like going to school, like I don't smoke too much. You know, I think it's just how it is. But the moment I get on the phone with somebody, yeah, gotta light up like. Straight up, I gotta go sit out in my little my little smoke box, my little hot box, sunroom, and I just light my cigarette up, and it's habitual because, ah, oh, dude, I just been getting to that fucking, oh, like I know I need to stop, the, you know. You start, you're starting to feel it like more. Tangibly. Oh, I hate it. I hate it, but I yeah. love it. It's like that. I do. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel. That's how I've always felt. Like Dan, I quit for two a long, years. Yeah. Two yeah. years. I didn't touch a cigarette for two years. Yeah. I, Actually, I remember one time. No, one time I was in a car in the car with you. And I was like, Yeah, let me let me have a cigarette. And I you took know, like I feel two, like I remember this. And I had like two drags and I was like, No, you know, I don't I'm I'm good. I but, I was pretty good. There was a period one day there was one day the last time I actually stopped, I for for like months, I showed up, I had like a cigarette left in my pack and I was driving to work and I was going to have to be out in the missile field in Wyoming for four days. And I'm like, this is the day. This is like the per- perfect. Yeah. I know the guy I'm with is not a smoker. Like this could be easy. So I just did it. And I actually didn't smoke for like three or four months. But then you go down to Denver, you go out to the bar, you buy a pack, you know, you wake up the next day and maybe you don't even look at the pack, but you know how it is. It always, yeah. I'll, like I'll never forget uh, when our as our our father stopped smoking for almost a year. At one point, there was a point. Yeah, that was that I remember. Yeah, right. and then we went to Cape Cod, and yep. that, we stayed in uh, the house where the Declaration of Independence was written or the Constitution. It was one of the two, uh, which it was pretty cool. It's like this old school. We all are. It was like a big family reunion, I guess. Kind of. I mean, it's basically what it was. Like, I mean, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Because the Germains were there, and the other side of the mom's side, dad's side, both sides were there, I, if I remember correctly. And I just remember, you know, someone had a cigarette, dad had one, and he's like, Sue, go get me a carton. And that was it, you know? Yeah. Like, 
then now he's dead. So I yeah. So there you go. <laughs> that's that's the decision right there. That's when the first domino <laughs> fell. Well, like, dude, because so like I got I don't get into many Twitter arguments. Uh, freak, like, I just don't. But I saw everyone keeps saying the officer uh, that was involved in the uh, the Capitol. He he died. Uh, officer Brian Sicknick. Um, you know, because remember the beginning of the the story was he got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. That came out to not be true, or yeah. at least that's not he had no what, injury. Yeah, he did get maced. You know, so whatever. But then he had a stroke later, like mm-hmm. hours later, he had a stroke. And this guy, like this dude, was basically saying, like, I don't. I don't because the it was over the January sixth commission. Basically, they filibustered it. It's not going to be able to go through at least at this stage, and the Republicans did. And this guy was like, "Oh, this is like such tragedy, you know, an officer gets killed." I'm like, technically, I, I just said I wasn't even trying to be like rude. I was like, I was like, I'm like, I, no, I don't believe you're correct in that. Like, it, it's it, he did die from natural causes. Like that is the official. Death. Death. Yeah, you know, it's not even it's not even deemed a homicide. It's not even like, you know, I mean, it could have been something like a physical condition, obviously exacerbated by the stress, maybe because if he had a stroke later that night or the well, next I, day, I said, I'm not denying the not the domino yeah. effect, but saying he died as constantly. That's not known. At the, that's not known. You can't say that definitively. No, you can't say it definitively. I, and uh, but I do think it's it's a reasonable thing to be like obviously it's, maybe stressed out probably did something to his heart you know or you know like th- there's but like he had a stroke yeah he didn't have a heart attack he had a stroke which definitely can be induced by stress for sure yes. like yeah. there's no doubt but I'm like I don't know this guy's medical history like no they wouldn't release his medical history they wouldn't say if he had prior things wrong with him well because like, they don't want things. No, they don't want to destroy the narrative. That's why. Well, this part of it is and narrative. It's I, also part of it is like you know he does have a right to privacy, and, and he so does, and, and people, weeks. and people are gonna like you know bad faith people on online are gonna go pick through that like vultures looking for anything to obfuscate. Well, it's it's like, but let's be like literal here. Like these people, this this person that uh, bear mace the guy, uh, is not even being charged with murder. The prosecutors can't charge him with murder because it's not even deemed a homicide. So, yeah. like, let's be literal. And I'm not saying I don't I don't understand the logic that people are making, but let's be literal and just be like, hey, you can't just say those things without having evidence to back it up. Because that gets dangerous because that's what all the politicians are doing. You know, Hillary Clinton's dropping truth bombs by saying, you know, one officer died at the Capitol. There was reports that five officers died, you know, which – like, okay, the other guy that had a heart attack, okay, one of the officers had a heart attack, I believe. Is that murder? So if, if, I'm a, if, if you're chasing me as a cop and you have a heart attack, did I kill you? No. You, do you don't think you would get maybe like a manslaughter charge or something? No way. If you're cha- like, I'm not saying – like, listen, there's, there's uh, certain jobs have – a function. Yeah, that's just a risk. It's, it's a risk of the job. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but like, if I was not committing assault, like, or like, or like a trying to kill you, murder is very specific, you know, right? We've did all over this with the Chauvin stuff. So I, I, 
the third degree murder would be like you did something without with disregard for their life that led to them dying. Mm-hmm. Now, like, you know, I don't there's a reason why these people aren't being charged. There's not judicial pre- precedent for this. Like you can't like you died in the action of your job, but from a physical ailment that was like internal, like it was no external force caused you necessarily to have a heart attack. Sure. Like if I shot you with some special dart that, you know, had no, a no, I, and that's yeah. murder. No, it's not like a direct thing. Right. It's not. So like, I don't know. But like they, I had a couple guys jumping at me, but I was like, guys, like I'm not sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. This guy died. It's a tragedy that he his family won't see him anymore. But like, let's not be, you know, because they kept calling me obtuse, and they and I don't know what it is about the left. At least in this particular instance, everyone was going to go. He he died as a consequence of the riot. Yeah, because that's because that's what like, and even you can grant that you understand people coming to that conclusion. Like, because it seems like it seems like he probably had some sort of I don't. I don't really know. Was he like a fat guy? Was he an old guy? Like I don't no, really. He looked like he looked like a normal 40, 45. You know, he didn't look like obese. You know, yeah. he definitely just looked like your average 40, 45, 50 year old guy, whatever his age was. He was white, so he could have been twenty five. I don't know. You know, he made people age like shit. Um, but I, I just, just fucking blew my mind, man. I was just sitting there. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I can't, can't go. Say the medical examiner, which the medical examiner does admit in the report that like the events of the day could have led up to this, but yeah. you, there's no way to know. He's like he could have went home that night and died. Like this, like strokes are can be just completely random. Yeah, for sure they can be. Yeah, that's why you can't define it as a homicide because it's just random. It's just like it's a right now. If he would have had a stroke in the middle of it, then you could probably have a better argument, you know, for murder. But like if you're talking hours later, a delayed response, I don't know. You know, it's like fucking weird, man. Because people, they want to feel righteous. They want to act as if like because in their minds, they've already framed it as like this is the worst thing that's happened in 20 years. Like that's the way that they all feel about it. Like they're very emotionally invested in the event. Uh, and it doesn't really matter all of the mitigating circumstances surrounding it or or how people went about when they were in the Capitol or how they got into the Capitol. Because like, there's lots of different stuff that was happening in that hour and a half, that two hours. But, you know, yeah, they're, ma- well, they're, they're married to how they want to feel about it because they f- they're partisan and they, they want their, their team to win. They, they yeah. want to feel good about their team. Which is the most bizarre thing about that stuff is like, well, like you guys <laughs> align yourselves with movements that are like pro property destruction and pro all this stuff over the well, past year because those same people would I probably know. be like, would probably know, say dude. Kyle Rittenhouse should go to jail for murder. Uh, dude, dude, I was literally like going to think about responding. I'm like, well, how do you feel about all the riots throughout the year? But I'm like, you know what? I already know. I don't even like yeah, want to get a- into that. It's a moot like, point. Like, it's well, it's, it's gonna. It's well, one. It's I'm. I'm playing. Uh, has that? What's that called? When you like move off of stuff and you like. What about them? Are you moving? What about them? Yeah, you, yeah. You, I've done that to you a few times. So, uh, uh it's like, but this no. one guy. This one guy goes cool. Let's let's watch this. How this plays out. I'm unconcerned because I won't be a pariah among civilized society when this all is over. Trump, the treasonous trash from the insurrection, and all those that support them will be. 
Like that's like I I don't know if that's antithetical to like everybody on the left, but that's or the Democrat is that the right word? I don't know, but you know, no, it's it's an, no. You could say that's an example of a general kind of their general feelings, the base's general that's feelings anecdotal. about it. And, right. But it's you you hear that kind of stuff a lot, right? Well, you and, see it all the because, time it's because, you know? but like that is like it's such like intense ideologically driven wording it's like religious is like we no, will be no, on the right it, side of history we are righteous you are sinners and well, i'm not going to be part of you sinners will be cast out yes. we're going to get you we're going to get you we're going to prove yeah. that you're evil and you're all white supremacists and you're crazy and blah 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 yeah. and it's like it's so it's, overly they're so overly emotionally invested in it so and it's, it's to me it's just like whatever but this is the problem with that event right that's a gift to them because they can do uh, that and they can forever. show every awful photo, every violent clip over and over and over again. You kind of got to feel bad for those people a little bit because they just get inundated with that shit and inundated with that perspective and that message. Oh, I know. But it's the same thing from the right wing. You know, they're oh, over in sure. with Antifa. And oh, 100%. I, I would say the, the small group say- of people, the 500 people that went in there, or that at least have been arrested, maybe more went in. Um. I mean, it's nothing compared to Antifa. I mean, it's a global. I mean, it's a global thing. Antifa is literally global. No, well, we have tangible, like prolonged violence and destruction yeah. at the behest of that movement. But, but so, see, Sean, if you're, you're not if you're realizing gonna, the prolonged gonna, violence of systemic racism, well, it's, it's hundreds good. of years. You gotta, years. you gotta keep that in mind. You know, I, I've been, I've been reading uh, Hegel and uh, listening to James Lindsay. He, mm-hmm. uh, he has this YouTube channel, very small YouTube channel. Surprise! Was it a uh, new, new discourses? discourses? Yeah, yeah, new discourses, new discourse. And he had, he just put it out today. It's like a four hour thing about Hegel, and like I have to listen to it. It is so dense. Well, what he's talking he's, about, he's trying to. He tracks it, it back it, he, from yeah, like he's, yeah. He's trying to find. Marks. He's trying to find the seed of it, so he can explain the, its evolution. Like he's well, coming at it from a like. Jane Lindsay is really funny because on Twitter he's become a total troll. Yeah, he's but a like, shit, shit poster for sure. But his but his work is completely sound. He's just an academic, kind of doing good academic yes. work. Well, yeah. like and and the thing about it is he's using the Marxist.org history and he goes and tells you like the actual backstory that they're not or they're not delving into deep enough. Like this is, it's all about deconstruction of like language. And yes. It's like, it's so confusing. It's, it's, it's what, it's, it's what Jordan Peterson was. When Jordan Peterson got famous, this is what he was talking about. Yeah. The yeah. Of the postmodern movement. Mm-hmm. Cause postmodernism like is like the actual, like almost academic discipline of deconstructing culture and yeah. how nothing really means anything. And it's, which is it's, it's very like, Noam Chomsky in a lot of ways. Yeah, which is no, weird. Noam Chomsky is an acolyte of that stuff. Like, he's well, not, he's a left, he, he, he's a oh, left, he, sure. yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's anarchist. He considers himself to be like some sort of anarchist leftist, anarchist socialism or something. Like, he's weird. But you listen to him, and that's the name. That's what I'm saying. He is the father of linguistics, and it shows because he is that good at using language and words to make things seem enticing and it's not even that he's dumb he's not, not a, he's not dumb oh. far from it um i think his intellectual counter counterpart 
on the other side is Jordan Peterson, is someone like Jordan Peterson, who because because Joe Jomsky doesn't believe in borders. He doesn't think that should exist. He doesn't believe that there should be any. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a, like a utopian idealist. That's what a lot of anarchists are like because a lot of those systems they want in place requires everybody to do the right thing all the time. And well, I don't I, I just don't trust people to I, be that way, even in a I, self-regulatory fashion. But I I would disagree just getting more into it, at least from like the anarchist handbook, like which obviously these are hand selected essays by Michael Malice. Yeah. But talking about like in the this the idea I can't remember which which essay it was, uh, but it really gets into the idea of how the threat of violence from each other usually keeps most people. Yeah, it's the non-aggression you know? principle. It's like or yeah. mutual shared destruction or. Well, not even mutually, but it's just like most people don't go out looking for a fight most every day of their lives. But there are people who have something lost something crazy or they're ultra violent or they've been through something like those are the people that you're going to have to worry about or or a society develops like progresses so far that they have a complete uh, detachment from the reality of violence and it's just a romantic idea Maybe. and they don't they like, don't know like what it is like, so th- today yeah. Yeah, exactly because you can see people just like you know fucking all these uh because mostly like kind of like wealthier upper class people the people that the intelligentsia of the country that writes about this stuff they have no experience with real world violence. They don't. And it's all it's it's all it's all intellectual, it's all academic. So they yeah. don't have to deal with like the on the ground reality of the destruction of these communities, what they're left to pick up, how it affects their lives, how it how it actually destroys generations because they don't care and they think it's worth it. Well, I, I think there's definitely some truth to that. I mean it's like when you talk about you know, paying back student debt and all these types of things like those are you're giving you're taking the wealth away from poor people. Like that's what you're doing. You're giving it to a class of people that were able to go to school. Yeah, even even Biden agrees with that. He's like, why no. would I? Why if you can if you went to an Ivy League college and you paid twenty five thousand dollars a semester, or whatever? Why should some? Why should like uh, taxpayers have to pick up that burden? Like you can afford it. Like you made an agreement. To yeah. do that. I mean, is it an uncomfortable agreement? But, okay, like just thinking about, you know, people you know in your life, uh, you know, that we both know, you would say you would probably, unless your kid had a full ride to a college, you might you might tell them, hey, go figure out life, go work a job for a while, save your money, go to a community college for a little while. Yeah. it's You know what I mean? Like, do it smart. So, or... You know, like me going to the military, I don't have to worry about school debt. Like those things, like I paid for that in that seven years, I paid for that. Like already, that was my debt. Mm-hmm. I, it took me seven years to pay off that debt versus yeah. like for me. Yeah. Seven years to pay off that debt. And now I get to go to school for free. Is it right? I don't know. I, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Um, people could argue that. Sure. But it is what it is. That's why it's a volunteer force. They have to make it enticing you know yeah yeah that's it's a it's a big big part of it um but i I don't know man like i just it's i think the next generation i think people are going to be like are you how involved are you going to be at your kid's school you think you know since your kid's going to that he got probably uh, probably as involved as i can be well because i'm just saying like what happens if they're like it's a liberal place right it's pretty liberal Uh, i mean relative to where we are probably yeah 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what happens if they start teaching some of this critical race theory or 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 pushing this racial equity stuff on your kid or whatever, and you don't know it? Like, that stuff is because when the because I was listening to really good uh, interview that Jordan Peterson just did with this. Uh, are we aggressive? So generally, like, I, I can't I think that's the name of the title. I can't remember the guy's name. The guy is so monotone and he has no life in him. It is. <laughs> really hard to listen to he yeah. is like the true academic there's just i just i just research man like i just do this uh yeah but he studied aggression and violence in people and he found that the most aggressive or violent a person is in their life is around three years old that is generally like when they're the most aggressive where they're very you know a lot of primal it's all first stimuli like it's all yeah. first things yeah but you don't know how things. you don't know how to emotionally respond to it so like if you're if you're if the mother is, drinks at a certain stage like during the development of the baby that affects their yeah. that could affect it like you know obviously this is not like you know this is a, a social science uh, it's a study, so it's, it's not necessarily solid. And but he, this guy has been following them for forty years. The same people, yeah. So and they had all varying. And there's obviously trends with backgrounds of where the parent mother came from, you know, and so on and so forth. Single mother, two parent home, uh, divorce. Like all he's, he's there, I think there's a couple hundred kids in this study. Yeah. Uh, and these followed him for over forty years, but it's the kids that do well have or that ha learn to deal with aggression uh he didn't really define how you stop it from happening but their brain is so plastic at that age so if they're surrounded by extreme amount of violence extreme amount of like you've worried about this yourself you know like there's like how you say something to that kid could really affect them even like yeah, especially at that age of course and it kind of it kind of reinforces that idea that it really is important especially at that three to five year old three to six year old that's where it's like really impactful yeah that's i mean that's the most uh important years of their development yeah. so how would you feel being you know you know your your son's gonna be four soon and you're gonna be sending him off uh to school where you're not gonna be there to witness of course yeah so like what what do you how do you feel like about putting that responsibility in in, in a institution uh, I don't, I don't, I don't feel great about it. I'll be honest. I have a lot of anxiety about it, mm -hmm. but I also have to, uh, trust at least in some of my ability as a parent. And I have, it's a reminder that you ha I have to be involved. Like I have to be paying attention. I have to talk to him. I have to see what he's learning. I have to see what he's being told and why he acts because, you know, he's going to bring home behaviors. He's going to bring home ideas. He's going to repeat the kids. Don't, they have no filter. Like not, he's not, not gonna, they're, they're, sure. they're not going to be like, oh, I can't tell my parents I need to keep a secret. Like, that's not usually how it works. It's pretty easy to get stuff out of kids. But like, um, it's just being cognizant of that stuff and aware, hyper vigilant. And also, like Sarah and I like really want to be involved with, uh, you know, the parents. And it's only for one year. No, no. It's uh, well, by the time he's old enough, it'll be all the way through 12th grade the school yeah they're building like the rest of the campus like right now yeah but so what's what's the age where what's the class like pre-k through what 
I think eighth grade. Wow. Oh, wow. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's cool. That's pretty dang cool. Yeah. So um, and it's it's just it's a be- it's definitely a better environment than sending him to public school. Maybe I don't know. You know. Who knows? In, ter- in terms of attention, like the smaller classrooms, you know. Yeah, how many get, kids do they got in a class usually? Uh, I think it's like probably like at the most is probably going to be like ten or twelve. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's it's you know it's a big school and it's a growing school, so that that could change obviously over sure, time. But but as but, it stands right now, that's about what it is. Yeah, and, and I know I know what it's like. I've had experience at least in high school. Well, in middle school and stuff, I've been in private, small schools, small classrooms, and I've been into public school. Like I know what the tangible. Yeah, you actually is. know. Yeah, I know what the tangible difference is, and I know the amount of attention that you get. Like, it, it, you know, in one 20, versus 30 kid, 25, 30 kids in a class, like pretty common in most. Like so, like if you when you go to a small school and you're in a small class, a teacher can like identify if you have a problem and then come and try to help you. If you, yeah, if they're are, good. You know, and most those of the time, teachers better be getting paid good over there. I mean, most of the time, if you're like a private school teacher, you're usually a little bit better than the than like well, a lot of state, paid state employees. They're getting paid um, for sure. But like you know, when you go to public school, like if you're failing, you're having a hard time. Yeah, it's very unlikely that a teacher is going to actually like specifically reach out to you. You have to kind of do it yourself, unless they're trying to fuck you. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> It is what it is. I mean, like that's just that's just the reality of it. So you know, it's and it's gonna suck too. It's like a forty minutes each way. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm telling you, you guys could probably flip that house. You probably get something closer. Well, that's that will be what we do next. Do you know? Do you know? It's a nice thing though. What? Come home, take a nap. <laughs> you got no. You got well, no, it's gonna give like, me time. It's gonna give me time to actually do stuff for the channel on a more regular basis, and not absolutely. have to do everything at 10 p.m. while I'm yeah. fucking tired and I don't want to do it. You know, like. I hear you. So I'll be able to do streams like in the morning and stuff, probably a couple times a week, and maybe yeah, coffee with Sean. Yeah, do some, have a cup of coffee, watch the news. I don't know, shit like that. Yeah, why not? You know, um, I don't know, man. I just there's. With all this stuff going on with all the CRT, no, I have but it a really does, hard time it trusting the public institutions. I I uh, 100% agree with. Well, you. it's, pri- it's this is private, I guess, but private it's, well, hasn't it's, been known to be just as bad. So. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's like private. It's not really private because it is a state. Like they get state funding. Yeah, but they're but they have an exemption because they're uh, considered a, a charter school, and they don't have to follow the state curriculum. They're allowed to have different teaching styles and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Um. So we'll see. You know, it could, it could, we could, he could go there for a couple of years and it could be like, well, this is not worth it. It's not worth yeah. the, the effort. So, so, you know, and then we'll have to make that decision at that time. I mean, there is, you know, I've thought about like the homeschooling or homeschooling groups or we even have like a Catholic school down the road, but even then, I don't even trust that. But Catholic schools are expensive if you're not like part of the parish. Yeah. I mean, it's like $6,000 a year to go to the Catholic school down the road. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. But this place is free for you guys, right? Well, this year we have to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to pay because what happened was, as they're expanding uh, as a school, they had to restructure where their funds went. So they were going to get rid of the pre-K course. And then they decided, like, okay, well, we'll, we'll keep it. And if you want to go, you have to pay just for that first year. Yeah. 
I'm sure. Like, hopefully, we get grand and and. But it's worth it because you're grandfathered in then. Like, once your yeah. kid goes there, they can go there. I think until the end, if they yeah. if you so choose, and you don't. But have you only to. have to, but you have to pay one year only, as it stands right now. As of right now, yeah, yeah. So hopefully well, I mean, that'll. Is it crazy? Is it as expensive as the uh, other place? Well, there's two different tiers. Like, if you like a. Uh, <laughs> It's really like fifty five hundred dollars, but if you are a poor person and you're on Medicaid, 25? it's like 25? thirty. It's thirty three, thirty oh, three hundred. Nice. Good for you, helping the poor, yeah. helping out the poor. <laughs> you know, We're like yes, we are poor people. We'll take the thirty three. <laughs> we will brothers. take the thirty three. But like, I got a disabled brother. Like, what's up? Like, yeah. help me out. <laughs> No, so that's you know it's it's exciting it's it's scary it's you know a lot of it's anxiety like nah you know, you'll be fine a... after like a week and then you'll oh, be course. like you know what <laughs> man I'm gonna get up and play some Mass Effect I'm gonna book, <laughs> yeah yeah go take a nap you know I think it's gonna be good I think it'll be good for you I think I think it it's one of those things where yeah there'll be an adjustment period but it. Once you see him, he has friends. He'll be doing his thing. He's gonna be. Oh no! Like, yeah, like I said, fourth I'm grade before you know it, man. I'm excited for him. It's gonna be a great experience for him. But it's also just as like a parent, you're you like, and especially me being a stay-at-home parent, like I'm very, I have a very strong bond with Foster. We're very close. Well, right. So it's just like uh, I, I like I've never let him just go out into a like a like, situation like that without me. Only people you've ever left him with is family. That's the only person you've ever like when you've been gone has been yeah. with family. Yep. You've never it. left him in the hands of like strangers. No. Nope. Be like fucking weirdos. Yeah. yeah. Be like Joe Biden. Not not trying to go on to this, but this remind me of something. Speaking of uh, cheese pizza, uh, there the new Mouthy Buddha video drops. Oh, see, I haven't watched. You know what I was gonna I was gonna suggest. For a Zubox Live. We should go do D-Live and do some Mouthy Buddha. Or we just try to get away with it on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if we would. We could, I mean, like, because you can always he make the used argument. To be on, he used to I be know. on YouTube. I know. I've known about him since, like, 2014. He's been around oh, for a long okay. time. Okay, cool guy. I don't know. <laughs> I was, before he was. You're not, you're like that fucking pedophile. dude in eighth grade. Like, yeah, dude, I've known about the Pixies well, for years. I, I was that guy, yeah. You were. <laughs> Literally that <right>. guy. <laughs> um, no, but I was... Because I think I can go on BitChute, and I think I can uh, I can download the videos. And I then there's I, a way. And then I yeah. could upload them and just keep them unlisted on our in the back end of our YouTube channel, but we could watch it. I mean, together. we could try that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, but we'll get pulled... Fa- Dude, there's too much truth in there. <laughs> well, we could make it a D-Live thing, then. We just do a special... I think, D- I think D-Live, and then maybe put it over on our channel... Like, you cut it up, do clips or whatever. Oh, but you could literally be like, oh. It would be funny. It would really be funny to have Michael there because Michael will make us stop every three seconds. Like, what the fuck is going on? I, we probably should what do What the it fuck with is Mike. going maybe, on? Maybe we could do that uh, for an episode, do like a special. Yeah. Because the audio, like, is would be should, fine. It should be fine. Yeah. And then you could just tell people, like, I know people at home, if you're an audio listener and you listen to the animal passions commentary, (laughs) yeah, you let us know. (laughs) Let us know if that worked, if that worked for you. Um, but this new one is pretty, it's not even as revelatory as the other one, but it's actually him questioning himself most of the time. He's going, like, I, I, he's like, I don't, I think I might be broken. Like, he's like, I don't know. 
if what I'm seeing, because yeah, cause, it is, cause it is weird. You can start well, projecting. Well, like when he found the BH kids thing, which was like his first like kind of deep dive, one of his first deep dives into the uh, where like there was this lingerie website called Liska, and then Liska, uh, once you type in BH kids and you search images, like that you could go to their website and it would show like nude five year olds. Well, it wasn't nude. It was like you would have uh... no, 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 like top, like like no top. Yeah, like, like girls, like little girls with no tops showing off bikini bottoms and stuff like that. Uh, because you know, they would sell kids' clothes, but you couldn't get to it unless you knew unless very you, specific search terms on Google. Like, that's what and I'm saying. You, you, would, kids. you had to yeah, use that. Yeah. And you would get into basically like a, a hidden page. Yes. It's, it's very creepy. No, and, I mean, but like that is, you, there is no way, there is no other way that is deliberate. Like that's deliberate. Of course it is. No, of course it is. That like is, there, it has, you have like, to make it that way for that to work that yeah, way. Yeah, like I, I don't because I don't understand it. But he has found, and it, it's interesting to see him for the first time to kind of be like, listen, like sometimes I ask myself, do I actually, is this real? Like, is this, am I creating my own world, my own reality? Mm-hmm. But he goes, there is just too many connections, man. Like, no, because so go too watch. to ignore go watch, out of hand, yeah. No, but go, but like true detective. They have the sim- the boy lover symbol on the mm-hmm. back of the girl on the tree in the very first episode. Yes. Like there is symbolism and not to mention there's this famous picture of of Barack Obama and Anthony Bourdain in a Vietnamese or a whatever and it, is, and it says no smoking. Yeah. In in Vietnamese and it led him down this like that's how he got started on all this. Yeah. Was that that picture? Um and which the, is it had also, but it had an image of like this U, from a YouTube channel that yes, led to, that yeah. went to it went to no smoking and then like to the, this uh, called BH Kids. He searched it, and that's and BH Kids is like a multi-million channel, like yeah. a bunch of like little girls basically. And then he typed in it on images on Google, and the thing is, I think anybody could admit, and this is the thing. This is the worst thing about I think. If there's one thing we've oh let me let me rephrase that if there's one thing we've learned over this past year, media lies. They get paid to say shit. They don't care. They get told to print shit, just like Jeffrey Epstein. Just like you know, hey, just don't run the story, and you never look into it again. But you're getting paid two, three million dollars a year. Shut the fuck up and just look at the monitor and, re- and read off what you're gonna read off. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and we've seen that all year, and. If there's one thing that we've seen through recent memory and recent history, at least, like, what do most like criminals, especially people who murder people, what's like what common trait for them? Let's say they get away with it at first. It's like a common trait. Mine hunter, ask if you I don't know if you can think of it, but what's like a common trait? Yeah, common trait is like okay, they try to they go back to the scene of the crime. You know, that's a common trait. Like you know, if they're not yeah. caught. Sure. Uh, they like they're very interested in themselves. Very narcissistic. They're always reading the newspaper. It gets them off. It gets them jazz. They like the beat the BTK killer yeah. is like all into it. Zodiac, right? Why would if these people are not they're really that fucked up and they're like they they probably enjoy giving symbols and signals out to the people who actually know it. Like that's probably gets them off. It's possible for sure. Like, yeah. are you kidding me, dude? Like, think about if I like knew a secret language, 
and I randomly did something that signaled to the masses what like when Hillary Clinton talks about like oh what is your you know favorite food cheese pizza like that's a simple innocuous thing but if you are involved in that community that's a, that's a hard line that's like oh yeah you know like why would you well, that gets, uh, that you're talking off. like about you're talking about like dog whistles yes yes yeah. not not the liberal dog whistle that everything trump says is but you know uh yeah a dog whistle and and that makes sense right like it because the dog whistles a certain frequency. Oh, I get it now. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, so only if you know what to hear, what your the key phrasing and stuff. It's it, not, yeah. it only it means something to you that it doesn't mean to everybody else. Um, and it's possible, obviously, right? I mean, well, it just goes. Why would they not? I mean, a lot of those people do like, especially the people that Mouthy Buddha talks about, like the. They're weird, you know. Owners of Comet Pizza and uh, some of these fashion Voodoo people, Voodoo Donuts. Fa- some of these uh, fashion, the people that are involved in like art and fashion on Instagram, and then their followers, the, and, and all like, sorts of weird coded stuff, and like, no, I'm clearly you- there's clearly a community that like that stuff is either funny to, or or it's like an endorsement of some sort. You know, no, I don't I, know. I, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think people – these people have no morality. If, you, if you're willing to have sex with a child, you don't have morality. There well, is no, there is no morality. Really. Yeah. If you're willing to do something like that, uh, what good, makes okay. – Well, I, I, like I would say a good thing to keep in mind though about people that use those that kind of symbolism and whatnot, think about the effect that 4chan has trolling people. Like that's the thing is like is it a troll – is well, what, what it, well, what is a troll? What is or what is not a troll? What do you mean? Like, what an example well, like, from Okay, okay, so stuff. on 4chan, they got uh, the okay symbol. Yeah. They got they turned that into something that suddenly meant white power, and that's where it, it came from. It came from 4chan. Right. Um, or, you know, or the Pepe the Frog stuff, or yep. whatever. So you gotta keep, there are people on the internet that just like to fuck with people. And that's no. the thing. And now They're, that we have a media, and we have people that pay attention to that they like it even more because they get taken seriously and they're on the fucking news and they're laughing they're having a grand old time well i mean i think it's been known for years though that the spiral and that the triangle spiral the spiral triangle for like 20 years they've known no, they've that has that. yeah they've known that um but i would say bh kids makes no sense that was not in the lexicon like that makes no that literally is like just a random search result on google and images, and he started finding thousands and thousands of images of kids. Yeah. And, and compromising, you know, like hashtag yummy. Innocuous like, doesn't mean anything. You can put it in the right context. I It could be weird for yeah, sure. Yeah. Which you could, but it, it just, I don't feel, and if Mouthy Buddha is a fucking, a cheese pizza, you know, fucking like crazy guy and he's just wrong, well, God bless him because like you know someone needs to give that guy a round of applause because he really is talented but oh, I, yeah. I would... he's a very that's another thing to keep in mind is that he can he can draw you into a world like so when he does those things where he's like the music his audio and, is really good but he all but doing uh if what you're saying is true about the latest video being self-critical 
being skeptical of himself, that's healthy. And that's healthy. That's the that he... ultimate honeypot, Sean. No, but it's also, it's very, ultimate. yeah, it could be. It could be. Because right? that's like, oh, right? this is a good guy. This is a good guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like but Obama. like Obama. I didn't mean to do it. I'm sorry. I mean, having that kind of transparency is good, though. Because you got You want to come clean when you're talking about that stuff. Be like, hey guys, you know, I have had my doubts a little bit. Well, I, I, but. I, I, why or do we not have the best investigators in journalism going after child, child uh, sex predators. trafficking that that happens every day in America? Every day, like, and it's like, and it's an kids epidemic. Stole, it's a kids pandemic. stolen out of their own backyards. No, well, like, I was listening to uh, Michael Malice was talking with uh, Eliza. Blue, I think her name is. Uh, she's like she she was sex trafficked as a kid and stuff. Yeah, uh, young woman. Uh, she was not prepubescent, but no, I, mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's like an advocate for you know anti sex trafficking, trafficking. anti human yeah. trafficking, any human trafficking really. But she does focus on children. But she's talking, you know, when you catch one of these guys, and you know, you never see it where they have like one image. It's usually have like tens of thousands of images. And like, there's hyperlinks on Twitter right now that are linked to hundreds. Of, like you can download gigabytes of child, yeah, yeah. cheese pizza. You you could download a shit ton of cheese pizza, and no one's gonna be the wiser. Yeah, and, and it's because they type in these keywords. Yeah, they know what hashtag whatever. Yeah. yeah, and that's not a joke. Like that's real. And, and, yeah, you, and, you would think there would be intense amounts of energy to solve oh. that pri- that crisis. I mean, we're talking – I could not believe it when I looked up like how many kids go missing a year. It's like right under a million. And then 300,000 I think are found. They usually say it's 200 – it's like – or 250,000 generally. It's something that like they, they're able to find them or it's yeah. a misunderstanding or a family member took them or whatever. Right. But there's like 500,000 kids that just disappear. That's yeah. like I know population wise it doesn't seem like a lot, but if we're gonna say that uh, five hundred thousand people dying of COVID is the worst thing in the world, don't you think maybe five hundred thousand kids disappearing year in and year out should I'm be something about, that's like worthy worthy of people's attention? It will be in the next twenty, thirty years that will try to be its own sexual orientation. It's a hundred percent. They're they're going that way. They're they're leaning that way all the time, making more sexually explicit content with children. Been, dude, they've been doing, children. They have been trying to mainstream that since the sixties. Yeah. Well, it's it's getting worse though because the internet. No, dude, but and, oh, the internet made it definitely exacerbated things. But uh, like, I would encourage people to go check out when I watch like, uh, the documentary Chicken Hawk. Those yeah. guys, those people, some of those people, like the lawyers that were involved with Nambla. And the, their magazine, their periodical that they would literally had a magazine that they would send out and stuff. Some of those people used to work for the U.S. government, like they're lawyers. Yep, for the U.S. fucking government. But they, and, but they're like, like they're but they're getting paid. Like, it, are you saying they're like they they have their own private firm and they're just working for Nambla? Uh, yeah, they're probably no. Actually, they, well, they work for Nambla. I don't know who's paying them though. Because I mean, are you Nambla saying are you saying they are problem. believers? In the message, yes, they 100. believe. Yeah, and oh. what they would so you have lawyers That's that can cool. write editorials and advocate legal, like under, like trying to like make exemptions in the law uh, to decriminalize this. That's their whole project. At least, it, and this was back. That documentary is like from 1992. Yeah, and they they go to pride parades and they just yep. like hang out mm-hmm. and they just try to be like, yeah, we're a part of this. We're part of this movement. Back then in 1992, at least the the people that during at the pride events would be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" 
you are not you're not welcome here. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like really, at least back then, people had a spine. You would probably find it a little because they don't call it Nambla anymore. They don't call it being a pedophile. They don't say virtuous pedophile anymore. They say map. They say minor attracted person. Yeah. So, and you, you, I guarantee you, we could probably go through pictures of pride events from the last couple of years. I bet you there's some map paraphernalia somewhere in there. I I don't doubt it. And well, I think it's the ever just bludgeoning of uh, nothing is real. There is no like reality. There is no sexuality. There is no gender. It's all in a spectrum. Yes. And they're just you know they're just trying to find themselves in this fluid state of sexuality. And I just and this is what I was really finding interesting about what Hegel all about his like deconstructionism and like really trying to like basically. Even if something is negative is bad. Even tolerance is used can like their version of tolerance is intolerance. Like they believe that's how they think of it. They're like, we're being so tolerant, we're gonna silence conservatives off Twitter. That's how tolerant we are. Like yeah. that's their framework for everything. So it only is going to lead them to be, you know, like I I Vosh. I do not agree with Vosh on many fucking things. If you know oh, who yeah. Vosh I, is. Yeah, I saw the I saw the clip, the based Vosh clip where he said yeah. that kids don't need to be around people in jock straps and being sexually over the top. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you don't need to be he's like, if you want to go to some CD den and like there are places for that, like to dress up like that and to go be like that, and you can get rail up as many dudes as you want. He's like, but now you're excluding kids from this event, which whatever, you know, like if there's a kid, he's 13, he says he's gay and his parents want to take him. Not my business, honestly. But you just go, you sit there and go, that's a really fair point. When you over sexualize it, you're like, and you have kids walking around with guys and like, but someone did say a good point. They were like, well, in Europe, guys wear speedos like. Yeah, but it, it's yeah, but obviously the, not sexually suggestive. I mean, but the but, but cultural the, our our cultural context for what that means in our country is different. No, guys wear speedos, dude. No, but we're not talking leather daddy stuff. Is not speedos. I like, agree, it's not speedos. Like wearing assless chaps is not like like it has very specific I, I, cultural. Yes. But the children it. don't know. That's their argument. Well, the kids don't know what it's about. They have no idea. You only view it as sexual because, but the kid won't. That's what they're saying. Yeah, while I'm they're saying, dry humping each other and making out and licking each other's yeah, backs and yeah. shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, why would the kids yeah. think it's sexual? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I obviously, you know, but it's ultimately the parents' responsibility if they're. But the, I think Vosh was right. He's like, you should not. Be doing sexually explicit or sexually oh, called it sexually explicit clothing, or he said call, he called it kink. That's what they call it in the community, the kinky side of the community. Oh yeah, yeah, because he goes, there is no like, like this is people whole, dressed up he, like dogs, and he destroyed shit. his own narrative, in my opinion. When he goes, no one is being kink shamed, like no one is being said you can't go to work because you like to wear leather. Yeah, right, right. But I'm just sitting there, and I, and I, I'm listening to him say this. I'm like. It destroys everything you you talk. You're seeing what all of us have been seeing from your perspective. Like we're like, no one is telling gay people they can't go to fucking work. No one is telling a trans person they can't get a fucking job. And if they are, they get fucking sued. They get the ACLU and the fucking ADL and all these other fucking bullshit 
fucking nonprofit organizations that do nothing but push the stupid narrative for the left. Like it's it's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. And now he's all pious about it. But I'm like, you are the fucking issue. This is what this ideology, this fucking thinking leads to is that nothing is real. What I define as okay is okay for everybody around me because I define it that way. And you have to accept it, period. Yeah. Like, that's it. And I'm just like, dude, no one gives a fuck that you're gay. No one gives a fuck that you're trans. But what does everyone should agree with? You don't fuck with kids. You don't give them hormones. You don't fucking – you let them go to psychologists. But, like, that is an 18 and above thing. Like, once you're considered legally an adult, you do what you want. I don't know why that's so hard. Why is that so difficult? Why is it so difficult? Like, seriously, like, why is our academia so afraid? Um, Abigail Shire wrote, wrote, wrote about it in Irreversible Damage, where she goes, it's called affirming their uh, affirmed or affirming healthcare, where, like, or affirming psych psychological healthcare, something like that, where they affirm whatever the person in the chair says. Yes. So for when, a, when a kid says, like, I feel like I'm trans, they're like, okay. They don't ask questions. They fucking just go, okay. Yeah. And that's it. And they don't really – they don't spend considerable amount of time. And a, a lot of trans people like Blair White or uh, other people who have been trans for a long time, they uh, are pretty against that, I think, for the most part. Like the older trans people. Uh, probably, I think so. For the most part, you got outliers for anyway, but the younger people are all about it. They're like, yeah, yeah, even, even our sister. She's like, I don't care. I yeah, like, well, yeah. but it's, uh, I don't know. I'm like, how much debt are you in? <laughs> She's like, I'm like, you got fucking screwed, bro. You got fucking screwed. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. What can I say? What can I fucking say? It's yeah, fucking well, I mean, ridiculous. but this is part of that whole postmodern perspective that is infected academia. So, like, you're seeing, what, like, the burgeoning intelligentsia and the fact now with social media and YouTube, everybody has a voice, everybody can make a video, everybody can do this, that. And but if, it, you, and if you have an enticing enough personality, suddenly you're an authority, you know? Yes, but there's also... Well, no, I think there is... Some truth to the fact that if a lot of people are willing to listen to you, listen to you, it does give you authority. And now I don't mean in a like literal sense. I'm not saying that makes you an expert, but those people view you as an authority. That's what I mean, and that's why it matters. No, you know? but, but no, that's exactly. But that's what I mean. Like you it's become like some a people trusted thought voice. Lord Stephen Christ was an authority. You know, like I don't think he really <laughs> is, but you know, which you know, do you follow him on Twitter still? Do you ever yes. see what he posts every now and then? He always posting on Elon Musk shit, going hashtag free LSE. That's all he'll say. Like, uh, yeah, it's so yeah. funny, dude. He'll, it is, and he was a Q guy. He got really heavy into Q. And of course that he did. Yeah. does not surprise me in the slightest. If you guys don't know who Lord Stephen Christ is, do your research. Don't <laughs> fucking come up. at me. Um, but I, I am flabbergasted. And, and the, but the problem is this, though, actually, going back really quick. The problem is that YouTube censors ideas. Facebook just got exposed by Project Veritas. Um, and the guy actually, 
uh, with a worker that worked for Facebook. He just got fired a couple hours ago. I saw that, and he. Uh, but they've raised over three hundred thousand dollars for him in twenty hours. Good, good. That guy comes out and speaks out against. And honestly, to be honest, Facebook has been the less, the least evil, the least Orwellian. They're still a what, but the, the least compared to Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, in terms of the actions they take, yes. Like yeah. Crowder, like he, Crowder's still on Instagram and kind of he's suing Facebook. It's a weird relationship there. But they are deliberately censoring dissenting voices. Let's just say that or or taking them off the platform. Like that is very in all tech tech platforms. Yeah. So like you're only seeing the crazies. It's like that's all that will be there. That's yeah. I mean, like. Well, because I mean, there was a long time where YouTube, especially, leaned very heavily right. Like a lot of the content was like right-leaning content or centrist content. Uh, even to this day, I mean, it's still yeah. kind of like that. But now, leading that after I, the election, yeah, things change. After I the mean, there was election. definitely more. There's definitely more of a balance now in terms of the the types of people that make videos and spend their time doing that. Um, I think but like most, it's, most people have moved off of you, uh, Facebook, like kind of completely because they get all their stuff nuked all the yeah. time. Like it just they you can't don't get put any anything content. on. You can't put anything on Facebook. It's really hard to. Yeah, like if you have something that has like uh, ten seconds of a song or whatever, like. Do you know? YouTube I wonder. I wonder. Not YouTube. I'm talking about Facebook. Well, that's what I meant. Facebook. Sorry. Oh, Facebook. I I think you're going to see. I th- I would love to be able to see how many global users they have and see if it's dropped. Like it, cause like I just would wonder. I wonder. I cause I feel like I may be the first guy to get off Facebook. Like in my like m- for most people that I know. Um, but uh, I'm like some people gotta like look at this and be like, this is ridiculous. I don't even miss it. I don't. I don't miss anything about it. Yeah. Literally nothing. It, there is nothing on there that is like if I don't talk to you normally, then yeah, I, I don't use it very often. If you, if you don't reach out to me, then I guess we're not friends, or we're just not like close friends. Like that's fine. Yeah, you know that's okay. But if you got my number, like then we're good. I, most people go, yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I just don't feel bad anymore. Like, I just don't feel bad because people are like. Oh, that's like, how do you keep up with your friends? Like, well, fuck it. Like, you know, the friends that I have that I talk to, I talk to. Like, that's life, dude. Yeah. I don't know. If you're not, if you're doing your own thing over there, it just, it's not, like, Facebook is getting too powerful and they're too weird. And now they're messing with, like, medical decisions and people's thoughts on medical decisions. It's gross. It's already been too far, but they're they're literally giving people vaccine hesitancy ratings the higher the rating, the like your stuff gets removed and or deranked or in, made invisible, so no one else can see it but you. Mm-hmm. I think they learned their lesson by removing comments. They're like, okay, we're just gonna make it invisible to everybody because you know you yourself won't be suspicious. Yeah, you know, you'll be like, oh, whatever. No one liked my comment, but uh, it's yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with all that stuff. I feel like they're going to have to turn tact at some point if they want to survive. 
They but, may be too powerful. I don't know. That's what true. would happen if everybody got off Facebook today? Let's say everybody dropped Facebook, deleted their account. They would still be a multi-billion-dollar company. Like they would still. I mean, well, okay, if maybe no, they if would. Nobody, no, if nobody's Facebook, especially because they use ads and they do all that kind of hey, stuff. Hey, dude, they MySpace died. Something might. Something better will no, come MySpace, along. MySpace is still there. Okay, but you know what I mean. It's mostly died, like it's comparison. mostly like music. Yeah, but yeah, it's not very. I. When was the last time you went on MySpace? Ah, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, me too. So I, I would imagine it's uh it's probably not evaluated as high at when it was like no, just of course not. Yeah. Right? yeah. Something else will come along, but they're gonna try to snuff it out. And and can you believe the US government? So uh Blue Origin, I believe, is the name of the company. Uh the Jeff Bezos, he stepped down from Amazon to go run this shit. Mm-hmm. They lost out on the contract to SpaceX for this new development of like rockets and everything for NASA. Like, yeah, it was a contract for that. Do you, do you know what they're trying to do? Did you see what they were doing with what they're trying to pass? No. Ten billion dollar bailout. Just give them ten billion dollars for not getting in the contract. Basically, like sorry. Yeah. Bernie Sanders is like, ah, no, fuck that. Like, good on him. Like for for yeah. real. But it's like, what the? F- and Rand Paul. I think it was Bernie Sanders, Rand Paul, and somebody else but can you can you believe they were just gonna because they sued the government and said Mm -hmm. you fucked us which is they have no obligation it's a free market they chose spacex and i they're gonna give them 10 billion dollars it just makes no sense it's uh yeah because that's because this is cronyism i don't even know what no that's not i that's not i don't even know what the fuck that is Crony capitalism is just like you know those people at the top conspire to basically just help each other and line each other's pockets. I mean, I mean, there's no doubt that's happening. Yeah, there's no doubt. Something. Well, I mean, but that's that, what that's that what lobbying is. So is. Yeah, cool. they should ban that shit. That shit should be a hundred percent illegal, bro. I it want should. if once you this is literally what happened. If once you become a senator, you have to be filmed twenty four seven. All your stuff has to be public record. You need like a, a body cam. Exposed. Yeah. No, like uh, no, I mean like complete exposure. Like you naked, don't care. Yeah, don't care. I want to see them saggy titties, Hillary. I want to see them. No, because like I think we have like pe- pe- Would you support the cameras in classrooms as a parent that you uh, could like log in on their website oh, yeah. and like check it out? Um, I I see what's going on. Uh, yes, but I can also see how it would backfire and be really a bad thing. There's a lot of crazy people out there. So, what do you mean? In terms of just like uh, parents, no, just the cost- teacher, just to, just seeing the teacher. So let's say, imagine you can't oh. see any of the kids. No, and it's just well, like on the teacher. No, I like, know that. But if whatever. you're just like listening into classes, yep, and you're you're a parent and you have the opinion like I don't like how this class is run. It yep. doesn't it doesn't conform to my values or whatever. It's but that's untenable if everybody is doing stuff like that. You would never find a solution. You would never be able to. It would it would end up kind of blowing up a little bit. Uh, people are saying the same thing about body camps for police officers. Too expensive. It's going to have way too. No, it's going to make I'm things not, not as transparent. Like no, I would, like, wouldn't no, you want ultimate transparency between what your kid is learning and what what they're teaching your kid? Like, yeah, I know. I said I I would err on the side of saying yes, uh, but yeah. I can also see. How it could actually just be an unproductive negative thing. Why is I mean, that negative though? What, what is the negative that you would see 
Like, so you got this crazy basically, basically, basically just people over-reporting like, t- or complaining to the school about every minute detail, and they'll never be able to fix it because you, invariably you're going to have people with contradictory No, but we, we treat it – okay, how about this? We treat it this way. We treat it much like body cam footage. The, school, the state has to maintain footage, and they, people can FOIA request it. Sure. Freedom of Information Act requests the footage. If their kid comes home one day, it's like, yeah, my teacher said white people are bad. Oh, oh really? Yeah, you should now be able to have request it. Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely. That might be a good solution to something like that. Um, and I think you should, they should have complete transparency with their curriculums. I think if you're a parent and you roll up and you want to see what the curriculum is for this classroom, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to do that. Well, especially when you're state run. Once you get state funding, I think it's the same reason police officers body cams and dash cams and all that stuff was even implemented is because a lot of questionable shit dash cams were a big thing that was like in the 80s or 90s when dash cams came yeah it was a big deal because now there was some accountability then cops started you know stepping off camera they knew where it was things get weird body cams evolved to that transparency is always better like always i agree with you yeah so I don't know, man. I just would not want to send my kid to a school unless I really knew, you know? Like, so, like, if you could really, I just think it would make you more comfortable. So, you are a new, you know, first time sending them off, you could just check in. Just look at the class. Everything's going good. Maybe. I know I that know. sounds weird. Yeah, I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> no, I'm just, but like, you, why, what's stopping you from driving up to the school? And be like, I just want to see how he's doing. How's he doing today? It's his first day. Oh, nothing's huh? no, nothing. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. But I do think you could at least they should be recording the classrooms. If we're gonna get all funky dunky about everything else, like there should be transparency. Any institution, I think there should be cameras in every public building, in every public office. Every single one. All your phone calls should be monitored and uploaded. They're already doing it. The NSA is doing it already. It'd be an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Just like fucking transfer that data to a like a state or county system. To where you can go down to your Kirk, Clowny Kirk Treasurer's office. I want uh, the phone calls this person made from this time to this time. And I want the audio file. Put it on a CD. Or I brought my own CD. Mm-hmm. Should be that simple. Yeah, yeah. We have technology. Let's fucking use it, boys. Let's modernize. Like, because well, if they want to use it to tyrannize, to cause tyranny on us, we should be able to use it to cause tyranny. Well, upon they must. Them. They must record this stuff because how, how else would they have all the transcripts for when like Trump was calling governors? Oh, that's stuff? different. That's different. They probably they probably do probably at most government like big government stuff. They they transcript everything. All those phone calls are recorded. Yeah. Um, so I mean that makes sense. Which. Let's be honest, they're bullshitting probably most of the time with their writing because there's no way Biden talks well at all. Could you unless imagine trying to have a phone call with him? Unless he's uh, talking about uh, uh, the flesh of a child. Dude, yes. <laughs> Actually, did descriptive. You, did, did you see that? Yeah. yeah video? Let's, he's let's like, share, oh, I think you were 19. With, yeah, we're going to share it with the people here. Are you going to share screen it? Share screen it. Yeah, it's pretty. But is it is it as we? It's pretty weird. Hold All on. Right. Well, we'll let the people decide. All right. And uh, you know, uh, 
I'm honored to be joined today by Governor Northam and by two great representatives of the Commonwealth, Congressman Laurie and Congressman Scott. And I want to thank, uh, thank you for all that you do to represent these service veterans, because they're devoted to you. To their family members, the caregivers, survivors, will call Virginia home. Three. I'm especially honored to share the stage with Brittany and Jordan and Nathan and Margaret Catherine. I, uh, I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what, look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady with her legs crossed. Brittany, you're doing triple duty as a veteran, a military spouse, and a teacher. <laughs> and uh, it, it's creepy, but it's not as creepy as some of the other things he says. It's pretty weird. That's a little it's, weird. It's, it's a little a weird, weird. It's a weird comment to just make. Like, well, it's like, why are you looking at her legs, man? What do you got? Going? But then again, like he's old as fuck. Like he's a. Like, I'm telling you, man. Like I was. I've expected it almost half half hazardly. Just to, just thinking, I'm like, one day he's gonna be up there and he's just gonna be like. He's gonna let some big thing he wasn't supposed to let out, you know, like, like they must not tell him anything. <laughs> like, uh, why would you? Like, what would happen if he's up there and he's like, "Oh, Obama is a pedophile" or something? Like, he says some crazy shit. Why happens if he really does say some crazy shit? And he's like, "I ate cheese pizza," which is, you know, with which Obama, we, we got an archive, man. And you're like, Jesus, dude, like, or something crazy like that. Because there's no way they're telling him everything. There's just no way. He can't. You can't trust him. The guy's in the middle of a conversation. He goes off about this like little girl's barrettes. And he's like, what are you doing, you weirdo? Focus on, you know, something else. Like, oh, you have a beautiful family. Or, you know, your daughter is very beautiful. She's very yeah, pretty. Or just don't, I don't, say know. Any, or don't say anything. He loves kids, man. That guy is a fucking into. He's that a family is, man. That guy is into cheese pizza if I've ever fucking seen it. Because I'm going to tell you, if you look at fucking Hunter Biden when he fucking legally lied on the ATF fucking background check form shit, got off. No, Like, think about what they really get off on. I mean, this guy's smoking crack, banging prostitutes, smoking Parmesan cheese. Like, he's living the... Like, think about, uh, like, when the emails basically just got proven that he, like, Joe Biden at least according to these emails, actually did meet. Like, they, he met uh, Hunter Biden's business partners from Ukraine and, and U Uzbekistan. Yeah. And you're like, why don't we start a commission for that shit? Why, why are we caring oh, I, about January 6th? I, I think they're, they're going to probably try to at some point. They don't have the votes, but, but like, this would be the time. Oh, you want to give a shit about January 6th? Yeah, but aren't they... Yeah, but aren't they still? It's still an open investigation. Like they're right. they're They'll still never fucking close it. It's, it's possible. Never. Yeah, it's like JFK's fucking murder is still open. Yeah, he could close that baby. They know who did it. They just don't want to say. It, it's but it is just weird that everything that Hunter Biden has like been paid millions of dollars. This and that. It's like his uh, uh, Joe Biden's brother getting Iraq uh, construction contracts mm -hmm. for millions of dollars. Come on, God. Come on, man. As Joe Biden would say, come on, man. You dog-faced pony soldier. Like, yes. Like, come on. <laughs> well, especially just because of all of the stink they made about Trump and his Anything. business connections. And, 
So it's like, well, you know. Oh, Trump. Trump. Now you've this... opened. You've you've opened this door because all of them do. Like they're all getting they're all money from fucking from foreign governments and shit. And like... well, probably no. Someone like I don't know if that the era of that continuing is going to be likely because it's very hard now to get away with doing stuff like that. Stuff is so easily accessed and leaked. It's not like how it was back in the day where you got to meet a guy in the middle of the fucking park. And you got to like, it's got to be like 2 a.m. And you got your fucking jacket on and, you know, and you got to light a cigarette. And then the dude steps out from behind the tree. Yeah. You know, like that, like, that's what you had to do. You had to do spy shit. Well, now, it's, yeah. now it's like, send it. You just send it. Like, boop. Like, you just there send it is. It over the dark web. Do you know how many copies of the Hunter Biden laptop? There is hundreds, I guess, according. Like, they gave copies of that hard drive to major news media outlets to a bunch of people to lawyers like trump has like a couple like guarantees got a copy like every person's got a copy of that fucking laptop and when rudy giuliani when he got fucking swatted by the fucking doj or some fucking thing whatever some bullshit uh it was illegal i guess they're actually suing it, it looks like it might they might actually have to like fucking prove say they were wrong yeah, they they it was unconstitutional what they did. Yeah, they went on they went on reasonable suspicion. There's all this stuff, but dude, they wouldn't take Hunter's laptop. The fucking the goddamn warrant said take all electronic devices. Mm-hmm. And Judy Rudy Giuliani says, yeah, that's Hunter Biden's laptop right there. And they're like, oh, we ain't digging that man. Like that's out of our you know like that's yeah. Nah, yeah. we ain't putting up that shit. Like oh no no no. And they because like Rudy could have lied. He could have said, oh, that's like that could have been Donald Trump's uh, illegal information about him hiding tax stuff. Sure. Yeah. And you just let it go because I said it was Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it, I, haven't, I had like I haven't really followed up on it since it happened because I didn't who somebody interviewed him. Everyone. He, he, Rudy's always ripping. Rudy <laughs> is always going. That guy gets going, man. He's I listen. <laughs> Rudy he's, is he's a character, as they say. He is a he's a neocon. You know, he is at least he was back in the day it was when it was popular to be to like go to war, you know, blow them up first, ask questions later. Like that's just yeah. chain like a Cheney Republican that and, you know, he probably had a bone to pick with, you know, ISIS or, or Al Qaeda terrorists because of 9-11. He probably felt convicted. But I love Ron Rand Paul's like. When he goes like, well, when we realized we fucked up, why didn't we just leave? Uh, was like, yeah, that was Ron Paul. Ron Paul, not Rand Paul. Yeah, I really can't believe Rand Paul just doesn't have a fucking more of a sack. And when I mean like a sack, like ballsy when it comes to like, he always talking about budget. You want to go listen to someone bitch about the budget? You go to Rand Paul. Yeah. But what does he fucking do? What do you mean? Like fucking... Matt Gates and fucking Aunt Marge, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Green fucking ripping in Humvees going to fucking Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but they're because they're like cartoon characters. I don't know how that's what no, I, no, I don't know how effective those people no, are. No, Sean, those people are who change the public discourse. Marjorie Taylor Green right now has a better chance of winning the presidency than Rand Paul. Okay, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, he, people like him because when he's in those hearings. No, yeah, fuck him. Who cares? But that's they want what, Sean. But that's the same thing. They his dad. He, he doesn't have the personality or disposition to be like these does. people. I think. I, I think. No. I think it's in there. I think someone needs to tell him, like, no. But act.
actually fight for shit, fight for a commission, be on the forefront of political dis- discourse. Like the budget stuff is great, but how are you? You're gonna be able to really. Like, no, fuck but he, I mean, he does the budget. He does uh, surveillance stuff, legal surveillance in the country. He's like one guy, Sean, out of a hundred. Yeah, but that's uh, unfortunately, it's really more his uh, his his peers that are kind of cowards. But exactly, you're, but he's being a coward by Why? not going out and really charging the the base with this message and that's being like, confrontational. Yeah, but he doesn't. I don't know if there's no. I don't know if that's even effective. It's more of just a personality. Go to Mitch McConnell when he's live on Fox. Like, what the hell's going on, Mitch? Like, call him out. But yeah. that would blow up. It would be like international sensation. That's what Trump like didn't care that's why made made him popular is he didn't give a shit what the 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 norms and the rules he's like no fuck you that's why world leaders were so quiet yeah, but, for the but most like, part when he was in the presidency yeah i mean the, the rand paul though i mean he does what he does like he goes on you know does news spots all the time and i know it's not good enough it's that, not good enough that's just who he is that maybe there's somebody else that could uh Form a coalition with him. Maybe one of these superstar narcissists, crazy people. No, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Like Holly, I, mean, even, I like even, Holly. Holly's a robot, though. But even like the uh, even the vaccine stuff, Rand Paul's been pretty consistent. He, he's been the whole time. He's been like the only guy. And he's like, the one that also about lab he's leak. Like, he's like, he's like, no, I'm not going to get the vaccine. He's like, I, I already, I got sick. I'm good. He's like, fuck out of here, because I'm telling you, he knows something. No, no, but I, 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 there is, it's too much happening, dude. You can't tell me that fucking Ram Paul, if he actually, this is the problem with his dad too. His dad was probably one of the a really good debater. They never liked it. They, after that debate where he destroyed Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, they never really let him back on the front stage again. Cause they didn't, that's not who they wanted to win. No one wanted Ram Paul. Rand Paul's talking about ending the Fed and the CIA and bringing all our ho- troops home from all over the world. Because Rand Paul is libertarian, much like China's communism. Like, sure, that's, yeah. That's like, isolationist. Yeah. He's an isolationist. Like, like, stay the fuck out of everywhere. In the modern geopolitical climate, is that even possible? Would that be in the best interest of the United States if we left everywhere in the world? Arguments to be made. Uh, is ending the Federal Reserve like what would we have a cent a, a private a, 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 a government run bank like I don't know if that's good either I have no idea yeah well I mean I think his a lot of his problems with the Fed is that they're not like directly answerable to the voter to the American people like they don't because yeah. they're not actually part of the federal government I mean no, no, no. But they're they're all like prior J.P. Morgan, Bank no, of America. No, no, yeah, yeah. That's Ben Bernanke. They're bankers, people like that. Gre- uh, Greenspan and yeah. all those fucking losers. But it's just it just goes like I was reading about the petrodollar. So me and my friend were having a discussion on it, and he goes, "I don't think it would really affect the world like our the U.S. dollar as much as you think it would if like the because every all oil and petrol." Is traded with U.S. currency. Mm-hmm. It's basically become the uh, reserve currency for the world. It is forever. That's anything. You know, that's why in every spy movie, you don't see them trading in like, you know, uh, euros or yen or 
you know, there it's always USD. Yeah, the good stuff. It's just the way it goes. But it's uh, actually our evaluation of our dollar, which is true. I did not know this. Is mainly off of assets. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the is our assets in this country. It's like one yeah. of the biggest things about it. Like as as far as how much our companies are worth here, and how much you know, like the, the land, the, the roads, or the whole nine buildings, infrastructure. So it's pretty interesting. I didn't know that, but the Fed is fucking been hiding inflation for like decades. And the way they do it is they have these things called reserve bonds, Federal Reserve bonds, mm-hmm. and that's just lumping them a bunch of interest. Yeah, and they sell it to other countries. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how they've been doing it for like decades. Yeah, we're fucked. I don't know. It just sounds <laughs> like we're fucked. At some point, you got to imagine it becomes untenable. Yeah. No, but the thing is, the reserve it is the world's reserve. I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but just even reading about it, you're like, so we might not be fucked. Now we would our dollar would lose about twenty percent value. There would probably be about twenty twenty five percent inflation. So our money would be virtually cut in half. So that's why you need to be investing in assets. During mm-hmm. inflation periods, you should be investing in assets like homes, like uh, something that's going to hold its value. Yeah. For sure. Gold, go to www.dandegangold.com. <laughs> you can get them use, in a- Use promo code uh, <laughs> yeah. Animal Gold. No, but you should be definitely in, in, in hard assets like in, in land and property. Uh, some people believe stock market is a good investment too. Uh, but definitely investing in, in hard assets during inflationary periods because if you're sitting in your bank account, it's fucking getting cut in half. Yeah, yeah. You know? But Lisa, you got a home. You're good. Yeah, we got one thing. We got one thing. Here. But see, like, your house will be worth $250,000, but it's half, you know, it's really only... You know, yeah, it's, it's worth know. exactly the same. It's just worth now pretty much. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is, man. I'm just saying, watch out, guys. Watch out for the devil. He's in the details. He's hiding. He's everywhere. Whether it's cheese pizza or a government or, you know, the USD. It is what it is. Bitcoin, uh, I think, hit $6 trillion today. That was pretty big. Oh, really? Yeah, market value. If I, I, You might want to look it up, but I'm pretty sure. I can look it up. I'm pretty sure it hit six. So Edward Snowden tweeted it, which I don't feel like he's a liar on most things. So, Yeah, he would probably know. I imagine he's, a, he's, he's got his ear to the ground in the crypto oh, world. Oh, he's invested for sure. Six. Oh, let me see. Bitcoin. What was that called? Net worth? No, Bitcoin. Evaluation, I think. Evolution. What? Evolution. I don't understand why this is so hard to find. Thought this would be way easier. I don't know what would you call it. Like, there's a certain word: Bitcoin total supply, total value. Here we go. Technically, it's 160.4 billion at the current rate. As of March 4th, 2020, it's a year old. Yeah. It's a year old, man. Or did something happen? No, it's just more people are buying it. Just people keep buying it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, 
Yeah, because we got February 18th, 2021. It was one trillion. I, you know what, Snowden? You don't link shit. You're a fucking bitch. Why would you post something without a link? Why are you just dropping information, you know? I hate it when people do that. Like, oh, like, dude, don't be lazy. You fucking crack the code or whatever. You try to save America. Six trillion dollars, this is good for Bitcoin. That's all he said. And then everyone's going, the question is, is it good for the planet? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're making money. Somebody is. Not me. It's 20. It says everyone is worried about its energy consumption, but compare it to the current baking system, which is which uses 2,300 gigajoules of energy yearly compared to Bitcoin's mining of 183 million. Mining costs 4.5 billion a year. Banking system costs 1,870 billion. So compared to the traditional banking, yes. So I just want to know, you post something like this, right? You post that, no citation. No citation. Like nothing. Like you don't give me links. You are just a like you're scum. If you're, you're gonna scum. say something as revelatory as, well, actually our current baking system uses more. Well, like no shit, you dumbass. The whole fucking world uses that current baking system. Yeah. If everyone went to Bitcoin, it would be the same. I guess so. Like this guy's a fucking dumbass. Don't fucking say some shit like that. Talking about what's good for the planet. Yeah, the whole planet's not using it, dude. It's like if everyone started doing hydrogen cars and there was a lot of hydrogen in the air or whatever, everyone would be like, what? I'm like, no shit, dude. What are you talking about, man? I think we need to get carbon out of the air. That's what we need to do. Why can't we just mine the carbon out of the air? Filter it. Why? Yeah, why not? Just do it. Just do it. Science. <laughs> and then yeah. bring back dinosaurs. I mean, what happens if that is what, what aliens are coming here for? Just to install an, an like a filtration system, so we don't kill ourselves. Like Maybe. this is what this yeah. whole thing has been. It's like they're, in the ocean, and like they're just fucking. They're benevolent. Like, they're yeah. our benevolent, benevolent overlords. Yeah, they're that the angels, kind of, Dan. They're the angels. When people see angels, it's really just aliens. I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. If you're gonna go out and have a good time with the boys, and an alien shows up, and you're like on a lake or something, you're out fishing in the ocean. You might not be mad about it. You'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, sure. Yeah. Like, you know, you see the, uh, you know, the meme where it's like the alien and he's got the hoodie on and he's just in the box, like getting tossed around. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's hilarious, dude. Let me, just, let me pull it. Let me pull it up for you for the good fans here. Alien meme. I'm telling you, this shit is. Hilarious, dude. Oh, yeah, here it is, dude. Yeah, this is fucking classic, dude. <laughs> oh, shit, my camera. <laughs> just chilling, dude. He's just chilling in there. If you guys have never seen the alien meme, he's like rocking and he's got like a hoodie on. It is fucking hilarious, man. I love that meme. That is so good. It shows like a like a comet, mm -hmm. like going through the sky, and he's just he's in there just fucking ripping, dude. It's good times, man. Good time. I've been uh, a little before we go. I have been playing some Mass Effect. Oh yeah, yeah, me too, me too. What one are you on? You saw one? 
Nope, I'm on two. I'm, uh, I ripped through one. I was so annoyed with one. The gameplay was so annoying to me. Yeah, I mean, I got you get used to it, but... I didn't care. Rex got fucking schwacked. I was like, fuck it, let's rip. <laughs> like, fuck you, Rex. Oh, my... Dude. Oh, no. Yeah, Rex died. Ashley died. Fuck her. Fuck her. When oh, she I always kill. Out... I always kill Caden. No, so this is... No, 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 no. Because this is what happened to me. Guys, sorry if you've never played Mass Effect. Check it out. $60 for all three games on PlayStation. It's fun. So I'm sitting... I... Like, Rex, basically, we have to, like, kill this cloning facility. Right? Because, like, his people, this genophage thing or whatever, like, this disease... That yes. They can't reproduce. Whatever. So I'm like, okay. Like, I understand why he's upset. Right? Like, I get it. So I walk up to him. And I'm like, hey, dude. Like, I get it. But and he's like, no, you don't got it, dude. Don't got it. And we're gonna get a little. He pulls a gun on me. I, you know, I pull mine. And we're like, but we're negotiating still. Like, there's still time to save him. Yeah. Like, there's still time to figure this out. Ashley comes up and shoots him in the back of the fucking head. <laughs> shoots him right there in front of me. I was like, hey. Yeah. You don't do you it. have to? Don't you have to tell her to? No. You. I did not tell her. I was sitting there going, oh, okay. no, because there's shoot him is one of the the decisions. Yeah. And then there was like, you know, I just asked him, like, just calm down. And then she just shoots him. She shoots him in the back of the fucking head like a bitch. So when it came down between Caden and Ashley, I was like, Ashley, you're gone, dude. Well, yeah, because that's the cool thing about uh, those games, especially in the second one. I mean, all your decisions will carry over to the next game. Yeah. Um, and all your ma- all the major decisions. And... Um, and they just get more varied in the in Mass Effect Two, where there are a lot more things have like serious consequences. So you have you have a way different playthrough than I than I do. Yeah, a lot of it's predicated on like you got to make sure you do their loyalty missions and like you got to talk about Mass Effect One. Yeah, I did none of that. Yeah, that's why. That's why that yeah. happens. I didn't care. I I know because I was so sick of this. Like I was not the Mass Effect. The first one was not that good, in my opinion. It's okay. It's like average, uh, below above average. Well, I mean, you got to put it in the context of time when it came out, 2007. That was like a very cool game. Like, okay, listen, listen, whatever. I don't. I'm an adult now, so <laughs> I don't need to be, you know. But, but Mass Effect Two is a far superior game. It's it is. Best. Yeah, Mass Effect Two is the best one. Not to mention, if I want to just chill, I just go mine for a little bit. I mine in. I'm listening. Oh, to dude, podcast. isn't that isn't that relaxing as fuck? Dude, I so love funny. it. The worst part is I have to keep going. I have to keep going back for the fucking the darts. Probes. Yeah, dude, so no. fucking like God, give me more, dude. Get Don't like excited when you roll up on a planet that has a that has a what is it zero? Oh no, element zero, whatever. El- yeah, whatever. element zero. You're like, oh shit. So no, listen, dude. Going like this. I I fucking literally am the ultimate human to ever play this game because once I found out I can mine resources, that's all I've done. <laughs> like I'll do a mission, like, and then I will mine all the planets in that solar system. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, like so I do whole, the same thing. And then I'll just go do one mission. Yeah, just chilling. I do that all the time. It's a good time. I used to when I when that game first came out, dude. I would just go like mine for minerals for like four hours, and that's all I would do. <laughs> just shut the game off. Yeah, I just like doing it for some reason. It's it's, it's, it's very dumb, but like it's, it's great when monotonous. you listen to podcasts and stuff. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What do you think of the story so far, though? Set, first one, I mean, you know, it's fine, dude. 
I get it. You know, the Reaper thing. Um, spoiler, guys. Like Reapers, they're yeah, cycling okay. of destruction. How, how do you like how it's evolved in the sequel? Because the sequel is way, way better. Like it's no, way, the sequel, like, nuanced, the story is better. Story. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's way better. But it is built yeah. off of the foundation of the first one. Like it's so yeah, it's know. cool. Like Cerberus, do I trust them? Do I trust Miranda? Jacob, like him right from the get go. Like he's cool, but he's black. Yeah, you fill in the gap. No, I'm just kidding. No, like, but it's like it's funny, dude. Like it's a good time. Like I, I have like you want to get to know the characters, and they who give you, you like incentive to go back. And who did whatever. you bang? Who did you bang in Mass Effect? I banged. No, I killed them all. I, everyone. I just did not fuck anybody. I literally ripped through the game. I did not do any loyalty shit. I did Garrus like loyalty shit, and that's okay. it. Well, here, here's a like when you're playing the game in the same way that when you do mining and stuff. After every couple of missions, just run around the ship and talk no, to everybody. I, I, Sean, John, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. Oh, okay. Because that's where that. you get all like your upgrades. That's where you get their loyalty missions. And they yeah. actually made it really easy in the second one compared to the first one to like find where stuff is. Like on the oh galaxy map. Oh my god, it is fucking annoying, dude. No, nothing is worse in the first one. You're like, where do I have to go? Yeah, you got to go look I at am... the journal and like look for the name of the planet and the system. Oh, and, like, or or. Or when you're in the planet, like, and you're on, you're looking at the map, you're like, where the fuck is this thing? I'm running everywhere, dude. Like, I have been, I know, every nuke and cranny. I spent 20 minutes trying to get out before I finally gave up. Like, the Citadel. Like, I finally gave up. I was like, where the fuck is the exit to this bitch, man? I had to go look <laughs> at this shit. It's like, it's like, you have to go to the C-Sec Academy and get out of this fucking random elevator, like, straight down to the body. Like, who, who, there's not even a sign to the docking bay. I think there is, Dan. No, when you go in it and you look at the fucking thing. So, so did, you, did you beat it in like 12 hours or something? Less. Really? Oh, like so I, you, I, you basically I, just mainline the, the mission. The I'm main literally, mission. I'm not even kidding, like seven, eight. Wow. I was like a 12 level. Like I just fucking ripped. So how are you approaching Mass Effect 2 then? Are you like way more methodical? It was the gameplay. The gameplay, I just didn't, it, it was. Not that it was bad, it just I just didn't it's care. Clunky. It's clunky. It's just I mediocre. just didn't. The gameplay was whatever. All this like I'm constantly looking for shit. I'm constantly getting lost. I'm constantly doing this. I'm like, do you know, what, dude? I just don't want to deal with this. I just want to like play the story because it doesn't fucking matter. Nothing I do out like it doesn't. Oh well, I will tell you this. In the second one, a lot of more of that stuff actually will matter in the next I, game. I can tell. I can yeah. tell. You know, like you get to on um, people's good sides. It actually seems like it matters. It just does. Yeah. Like, I let my crew die, dude. They were people to me. I just met them. I didn't know who these people were. You know? You're but Garrus, Garrus, I'm, yeah. I'm invested. I'm Garris, invested. Yeah, Garris, that was a... Oh, yeah. It was like a, and one of those the original, like, memes. It was Garrus and Shepard being, like, well, bros. I'm going to tell you right now, if I have to pick Garrus or, like, anybody else, like, he's going to live. Garrus me A1 day one, dude. Like, I'm not fucking around. Like... If I have to kill the bitch, like she's got to go. You got to well, go. It, it's like there is a lot of interesting stuff in the story, especially in the second one, like that you pick up from like reading like data pads and shit. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing in the first one, too, though. There's a lot of like extra world building stuff that they do that like really fills out the story and fills out no, the no universe. One, no one's got time for that shit. Yes, you do. I, 
<laughs> I don't. I don't want to have time. Like, like I but just Ma- want to play a game. Mass you know? Effect, Mass Effect Two, even more so, and that stuff is just way more directly connected. Um, but it's cool. I, I really love those games. I haven't played them in a long time, so I'm really enjoying. Like that was the first time I'd played the first one since like 2009. Yeah, I've been in, in a game uh, like desert. Like I haven't found a game I could really just like play. Yeah, yeah, this is me too. Is I, I wasn't really, I wasn't really playing. I hadn't like, played you know how many times I went and just like went through the library and just like. <sighs> yeah, me too. Nothing's calling to me, dude. Nothing, but this is a little different, so it's cool. Sci-fi, it's cool. Yeah, that's it's like, cool. Like, uh, oh my goodness! It's like Star Trek. Star Trek, the game. I'm gonna literally never listen to Ryan again about buying a fucking video game. I'm so sick of this kid. Why? I, I fucking buy a video game. He never plays it. Spent sixty dollars on a fucking video game. Oh, are you Outriders. Outriders, which I heard. Yeah. Here's a, I hear it's a good game. You know what, dude? Maybe it is. You know, maybe it is. But I hate online games myself. Yeah, me too. I just don't want my fan. Not fan, you know, just not fan. I don't know, well, guys. I mean, I saw that the uh, the new Call of Duty was like it's on sale right now, and I was like, mm. what sometimes, is the new Call of Duty? Because I kind of just like sometimes I like playing those okay. games and just turning my brain off and just you can do you can do that in the old ones. That was okay. You got years left on those, Sean. No, I know I have a Black Ops Four yeah, you're I think, good. downloaded you're, or something. You're you're good, bro. Don't get sucked into that fucking what. To be bored in a new environment, like, come on. Well, it's not boring. It's just like a, it's a good relaxer. I relax. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, but if you could turn your brain off and you just want to be turn your brain off in a new environment, like that's not a good reason to buy a game, bro. I guess. Yeah. You know, so you got to really pay for that fucking kid's school, dude. You got to pay for that kid's school now. No more Blu-rays. No Bullshit. more fucking nothing, dude. Bullshit. Yeah. It is what it is. Though. It's a damn tragedy. <laughs> Kids sucking up all my uh, energy, all my life here. Okay? Yeah, my life's work: <laughs> collecting DVDs and Blu-rays and watching some of them. Absolutely, dude. Did you hear about Johnny Depp, dude? Oh, the new thing where Amber Heard, ACLU wrote her fucking her op-ed. op-ed. Yeah, paid up three and a half million dollars. Interesting. Yeah, and then that came out in Discovery. So hope he he might win his suit. I mean, the no, only thing, it, the he, only thing he won, he lost, was that defamation suit. Like, no, he lost it in England or in Australia or whatever. No, it was it, well, well, I think they had run off of English courts or whatever. They lost. He lost because it's like super hard to win those cases. I guess over there, it's like, like ridiculous. Well, it's, hard, it's hard over here, but it's a lot easier over here. You don't need to. Like he had enough on his side. People say if that was in the United States, he would have won. But they're so liberal, they're deferential to women and shit. Like, they don't fucking, like, they're like, oh, women are basically inferior, so they can't make decisions. Yeah. So the law looks at women, you know, same thing with, like, family court, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, because he's, I think he's suing her for another thing, and then he's suing another newspaper, and well, so I mean, he, it's far from over. He might have sued a newspaper for the... That's probably what he did in England. I think that's what it was. No, it was. That's what he did. Yeah. yeah so he he definitely for calling him a oh wife beater. Right. Quick yeah. question before we go. I'm gonna say that again probably one more time. But did you listen to the Nick Fuentes versus Robert Barnes debate? I did. 
What do you think? We 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 started talking about. It. We didn't really talk about it the other night. I think uh, context. Nick Fuentes is a alt right. Interesting. Is he? Yeah, really he, weird. Yeah, he's, he's like all right. Uh, America first. That's what. Yeah, what he created saying. the America first campaign. Like that's what he. And uh, and Robert Barnes is a lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah, yeah. A constitutional was, lawyer. Yeah, right? and he was very. He kind of came to prominence because of the stop the steal stuff. Um, and back is that in really? December. Yeah, I've been following him for and Viva I've, Frey for a no, while. Oh no, Viva Frey has been around for a couple of years, but like in terms of him being everywhere and actually like was, being on a podcast with Viva Frey and stuff it like was pandemic. It was the pandemic. Yeah, it was this past. That's when year. he really started getting started. Yeah, beginning of the pandemic around then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, they did like a hour and a half debate about Israel versus Palestine and. A lot of it is really more focused on like uh, our tax, what our tax money pays for. History to a lot of the and, history. Uh, and basically, and Robert, you got to admit, Robert, Robert Barnes is, is is his like opinion is like it's good for us to invest in our allies because we want to stop Islamofascism from like becoming a world problem. <laughs> that turned into a meme, dude. I know, it got roasted. But like, but that's that's what you want to stop, like this ideology, this this different value system from. Uh, promulgating around the globe and mm-hmm. it'll overtake you at some point so that's kind of his position and nick fuentes was like it's kind of like it's none of our business and we just should they should just have to figure it out themselves but you gotta admit i was shocked by how much he knew yeah like, nick fuentes is not a stupid guy really. like I mean, it was shocking and then i listened to robert barnes after he was talking all this shit about him like he's a white supremacist and I'm like, well, because I think honestly, I think Robert Barnes started getting uncomfortable towards the end, and that's why he wanted to bounce. Uncomfortable about what? Uh, Because Nick or yeah, Nick Fuentes started kind of like, (laughs) I guess they would the deep state of Jews, like kind of uh, yeah, starts like kind of taking his mask off. They say like mm-hmm. stops hiding his power level or whatever. No, you but call like it. I, he's not even saying that it's it's like a hundred percent. He actually cited real things though, like real examples. Sure, like of religious fundamentalists. No, I know that. Yeah, like if, like if you don't think that there's religious fundamentalists, no, yeah. whether they're we, Christian no, or Jews, literally. I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, maybe last yeah. week, last yeah. episode. It's just like. Of course, there are people that are in here in our government and that work in our foreign policy stuff that has more of a loyalty to Israel. I don't, like I don't know why that would even be that controversial. I think it's starting to change. I think the sea is starting to change because as they become more secular, as more Jewish people become se- more secular, they're losing their sense of community and place. So like they, even they, Matt so they, Walsh and Ben Shapiro kind of got into it, and they had to take a break from the show the other night. Did they? Like. Oh yeah, Matt Walsh goes like it's not patriotic to support Israel. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And Ben Shapiro was like, uh, actually, it is patriotic. The most, and then it's the most patriotic thing you know. And, and and then all of a sudden, like they're like, Brian, we're gonna take a break, like right in the middle of a conversation. It was definitely not planned. Yeah. And Candace Owens, like no one who works for Ben Shapiro is gonna come out and say we should like leave Israel alone. No. Well, except for Matt Walsh, I guess. <laughs> but um, but I don't know. I I didn't really. I didn't think that. But they that were... is strange. Like you can. I, and I'll ignore Nick Fuentes for a second. 
Like, he is definitely more loyal, probably, to Israel than the United States. Uh, you know, I don't know that. And I'm not going to make that judgment. I, I'm I, not going to. I'm not necessarily. I'm saying if you go he's based gonna, off he's, that. He's going to err on the side of that. And like, in, and if you watch the rest of that episode, it's like, what, uh, Daily Wire backstage or whatever? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is them talking about how important the Jews are, historically. Well, they definitely are important. Listen, I am. No, but the, what, what, I'm say, what I'm saying is, I mean. Maybe Ben Shapiro got his his panties in a wad because he's gonna have he has a strong bias towards it, of course. But they're also like anything against Israel, they automatically assume is like anti-Semitism. Like that's where their mind just immediately goes to anti-Semitism, yeah, which I like, don't think is I don't think is really fair. I don't think it's like, and Ben Shapiro has said this as well. He's like, if your opinion about like the Israel stuff is that you're just not sure why we give them so much money. Like, at least I can understand that argument. And I think a lot of people, that's where it comes into. Yeah, but like if you're a, a very wealthy country that seems more than capable of taking care of itself, they're like, why do we give them so much? I mean, we have our own problems. Like, yeah, that, but that the, money question, the question is this, like, when talking about why is it American to support Israel? Why does it define you as being a good American or a bad American? Because they, they call, they say... It's a turn of phrase that Israel is our greatest ally. Why? I don't know. And I don't, I'm not saying that there is. I'm saying that is what people have said for a long time. I mean, like... Uh, I, Robert, somebody like Robert Barnes kind of it couches it in this idea that, like, we benefit from our presence and our influence because of the money that we give them. And maybe that's true. Because his whole thing, to go back to the meme, the Islo stopping Islamo-fascism thing, that's what his 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 like list of priorities. That's the man. Most I, w I wonder if the fucking Muslims felt the same way about stopping the Crusades from coming in and fucking ripping their homeland apart. Probably. Yeah. Oh, we need to stop this fucking c c Catholic fascism. Yeah. Because like, that's what it was. You well, know. I mean, I think we can agree that Islam as a belief, like their religion, is not. It's kind of. It's not totally in line with like. Uh, the basic like concepts of, of our American I value system. I, I, I do believe that it's misrepresented. I think people don't realize what happened after the fifties and the rise of Islamo fascism was like, as Robert Barnes would call it, it is Sharia law is a new fundamental religious thing yeah, within the, sure. as far as I understand it, at least brought back in recent memory. It became you know, popular again. Yeah, because of the failure of the governments and the and the meddling of America in the Middle East. No, I, I I'm sure that's 100 percent true. Which you know, the fall of Ottoman Empire in the 1920s, like that's and then the British took it over. Like, there's so much going on over there. To say that the is the Islamic people of that region don't have at least some reason to be upset. They've been basically occupied in that region for a uh, hundred years. Yeah. No, I. I I understand, and we've talked about this before in terms yeah. of like you know we have created a lot of radicalism because of our actions, and or, like or and, least, and then how can you and know. how can you blame people for siding with like quote unquote terrorists or whatever like when right. they're like think that they're fighting for their homeland? Well, them, they're I, not. They're not fucking. They're like revolutionaries. They're freedom fighters. That's how they feel about themselves, and they probably have a right to feel that way. I, I, I yeah. If, if you're I, rolling through with military like through somebody's fucking village. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's just, and I understand that. I get it. So, 
I just don't know why. Like, you know, like Israel, they were definitely attacked this time. They've offered them multiple times, like five times in the past, you know, 80 years or so. Have a two-state solution. Palestine rejected it and rejected it. Mm-hmm. They they want to kill the Jews. That's what they want. Well, that's anti-Semitism. That's what, that's what the government wants, yes. Like the leadership in Palestine yeah. is like well, the, that. But they, to pretend the Jews there don't, they don't like them either for the most part. Like, well, they don't like why, each other. Yeah, well, yeah, they don't like each other because of this history. So that's why white people and black people could just can't get along. It's been, you know, it's been propagandized. It's, I mean, they both sides have been propagandized against. But it them. is weird, as like, if people swear an allegiance like to religion, you know, this why you can't mix religion and state, you know, or church and state. Like, get some really weird stuff. Yeah, of course. Pretty quickly. But I don't know. Who do you think won the debate? Nick Fuentes destroyed him. In my you think opinion, he, like, like destroyed absolutely- him. Absolutely, I was doing research. I was pausing it. I was like, "Yep." Like, what did Robert Barnes say? He said nothing. At least Nick Fuentes backed up his arguments in like a really methodical, yeah, but I articulate think, way. I think Barnes did too. I think he 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 explains like the roots and natures of conflicts over there and who's kind of supports who and why it's important no, to like sure. have military bases and give support to allies that are in those areas. Yes. I mean, I, I'm not saying he didn't stay it. Who won? It was Nick Fuentes. I think just based off of how he presented his arguments, how they argue, like he was a lot more like at least clearer on what his message was, in my opinion. On what he disagreed with, like as why did why did Nick Fuentes want to get out of the Middle East and leave Israel to its own devices? You know, because like Robert Barnes was saying, they it's the same thing that they talk about in the United States. Why are they trying to basically take away voter ID and open the borders so they can get all these people in here to vote Democrat? They all because they know that the moment they open up Palestine to be able to to work with Israel, they'll be dominated. Yes, and they'll in, be voted in, out of power. In the vote, they will be voted out. Yeah. So, like, what do they really prevent? They don't want a one-state solution. No, they, they don't. Probably don't want even a two-state solution because they're still are going to have their control. Like that is a really good point. Like that is what they're afraid of is being. They don't want those people in their system. No, they, they don't, don't want. They don't them. want them to be the majority. No. Yes. Like they don't. If that's and that is the exact. If you're talking about your why this is happening that's that plays a big role too i bet but that's why it's like, kind of has an ethno state yeah it's, it's no, it, fucking it, weird dude I'm not hey listen i'm not saying it's not weird or anything like, like it's, that. It's i'm just saying that's what it that is Hitler, it's the same thing fucking hitler was talking about with the aryan race they think they're the one race in the world that are able to get into heaven they think they're they're the fucking people dude yeah they are well, like every, hit, like, like they are like Nazi Germany, like in that sense of that belief. No, because every every religion sells that they are the path to salvation. No, there's a did you no? Okay, Catholicism back in like the 1500s, like in a lot of like Crusade times. Yeah, no, that's what they all sell. No, 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 no. Christianity, Catholicism is. You follow, you know, you do, you, you do the things, you're going to get to heaven. Anyone can be a part of Christianity. Anybody. Not anybody can just move to Israel and just become a Jew. 
Uh, well, like no. you can't just move in. If you well, like, they, don't, they don't try to convert people. They they don't they, proselytize. Why? Because they don't want like non-genetic Jews. Yes, that in is Judaism. Why. Yes, I know. Because I know they're, why. They're eugenicists. They are the exact thing that they hated, like, and that they talk shit well, about. Or you could say racial. They're racist. Uh, what do you call it? Well, are they racist? They're racial preferencing. I don't know. Do you know. think they have a right to like be able to control their own demographics in their country? I mean, I don't know. No, I'm not even saying that they shouldn't have that right. But they are literally imitating the same thing that they rejected. That 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 tried to kill them. Okay. Ethno state. No, but they're, they're one not race. One religion. No, that's not. Tr- yeah, but they're not out trying to exterminate. That depends on if you look at what's happening in Palestine as extermination or not, or genocide or not. Like, if you think cornering people into one part of the country where they can't, like, leave. Like, what is that? I don't know. Like, it's, like you, I, like listen, I'm not saying that uh, when Hamas attacked them that, I yeah, 100%, I'm on the Israel side. You fucking bomb them, you do what you got to do. You fucking do what you got to do. I get that. But I'm just saying, like, it is, if there are this amount of people, like, how is that not, they call it an open-air prison. That's a fair point, too. Like, it is a fair point. I'm not saying it's not. You know? Like, is it a genocide? I don't know. But it is fucking weird. It is kind of fucking weird. Are we going to look back in, like, you know, maybe, or look forward in, like, 20 20 years, and we're going to look back to now and be like, Oh, this is right before they committed the genocide against the Palestinians. I don't know. Nobody really thought it was a big deal when they were getting thrown up in ghettos and fucking, you know, like in the Holocaust. Everyone was like, oh, well, I guess we'll just go along with it because slow and easy. But they have no interest in cohabitating for the most part with Arabs. Like they just don't. Well, there, I mean, there is over a million. Muslims, Arabs in yeah, in, no, th- th- but there, but there's a million. How many people? How many? Let's say how many people do you think are, are in Israel right now? I think there's six million, twelve, six or, six or seven million. I think there are about thirteen million in total. Is that what it is? Okay, Israel, Israel population. I can't spell population. Um, nine million, right around nine. Yeah, and like 1.8 or something like that million of them are... Israeli population, Arab. Let's see. 1.8, 1.9 million. Okay. So, Sean, they're almost already outnumbered. Now, let's see. Let's see how many people... Are you going to tell me 2 million out of 9? Yeah. not an extensive... That's huge number, No, it's it's a lot of people. Yeah, so I'm saying. So, I don't think it... Has to do with uh, necessarily. Hold on, Hold on. let's see with... how many people are in the, in Gaza. How many people live in Gaza? Okay. Pop got population. Gaza. Let me see. Let's see, guys. Two point four eight million. Hmm. Oh, Sean, that's a lot of people. Have you seen how big that area is, Sean? Let's see how many square uh, miles two million people live in. Gaza. Let's just seriously, like, let's see Gaza square miles. Here we go. Gaza square miles. One hundred forty point nine miles squared. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what the state of South Carolina is in in miles. No, let's say Rhode Island. 
Okay, no, we'll let's do Rhode Island. We'll just do Rhode a, Island a city. Square miles is 1,214. How big is Rhode Island, Sean? I don't know. What do you mean? No, I mean, like, honestly, like, you've been to Rhode Island. It's, like, oh, small it's, as fuck. It's small, yeah. Okay. Now, let's well, see the okay, population well, of Rhode hold, Island. Hold on. Let me. I just, I, I did something, too. Okay, so New York City, specifically yeah. New York City, has about 9 million people living in it. Yes. Square miles, 302.6. But there's way more infrastructure there, for one. No, I, no, I'm just saying, so that many people living in that small of an area is not that crazy. But it, have you seen what they look like there? This is not New York City, bro. That's a bad comparison. I no, I wasn't talking about lifestyle. I'm talking about how many people comfortably live <laughs> in an area. Yeah, but uh, infrastructure matters when it comes to comfortability and lifestyle. So, like, I don't know if New York would be a fair comparison where they got skyscrapers and, like, they can fit all those people in there. Yeah. I understand. I'm just saying. What you're just saying is this nonsense. It's nonsense. Okay. Rhode Island, fucking million people, Sean. And a thousand fucking miles. A thousand square miles. We're talking, but we are talking about a small area. Now, let's just like Israel square miles overall is not even that much. It's probably the size of Rhode Island. Israel square miles. Let's see. 8,550. And they have located all those people. You have 9 million in Israel, over mm -hmm. 8,550 square miles. Palestine, 2 million, 140.2 square miles. Mm -hmm. If that's not pretty fucking weird, it's pretty fucking weird to me. I'm just saying. Doesn't that like, doesn't that change? Like, I'm not even saying, because there's a lot of innocent people in the cross, this crossfire from both, you know, nation states or one considered because they don't recognize each other. But damn, dude. Damn. Like, that's a lot of people to be shoved in there. Yeah. And resources can't be that much. No, it's shitty over there. Like you said, open air prison. It's not like, good. It, it's not a good situation. I, I'm, I'm just saying, if Israel. So, like, this is the thing, though. Israel has offered them a two-state solution. I wonder how many square miles was offered during the two-state solution back in 2008. Let's just see. Know. 2008. Israel is... I can't fucking... I always have to say it like that. But Israel offer... Uh, 2000 Israel peace. Let's see. Offer. Peace. Deal, peace, offer, land. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what. Let's see what happens. So they were going to give them five point eight percent of Israeli land in exchange, which would have given them another. Two or yeah. Three so they would. You no, know, they would have given them like another two hundred square miles, basically. Mm -hmm. No, whoa, 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 whoa. He said he offered to compensate the Palestinians with Israel land equivalent to 5.8% of the West Bank. So 5.8% of 140.2 square miles. He offered them 5.8% land. Extra. Well, of the West Bank. No. Hold on. West Bank square miles. Yeah. No, I just said it's 140.2. No. Right. 
the West Bank. Uh, it's on the western side of Jordan River. It has yeah. an area of about 2,263 square miles. Wait, where's Gaza then? It's on the other side. It's not, it's not in the West Bank, I guess. Or they, they separate them. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I guess. This makes, a lot, this makes a lot more sense then. I digress. Everything I said before was a lie. <laughs> but still, that's still a lot of people. That's still you know a good amount of people in that area, in that region. It is, yeah. What are we going to do, man? But I'm just saying, like, it's obviously complicated, but you can't tell me, like, logically there is something off there. I think it's bad for those people. It's, it's oppressive. But I don't, like, is it the people? Is it Hamas, their governments? Like, what is it that is wants, like, this conflict to continue? Oh, it's definitely, been... it's definitely the radical. I mean, they don't believe in peace with Israel. It's not in their code of ethics. But it's like, it, it would be like uh, England invading us and then giving us, you know, like, thir- like okay, you guys can only have the original 13 colonies and everyone in America has to move there. Yeah. Like, no, fuck I'm, off, I'm, that's your area, right? And it's like, uh, it's a complicated history. I mean, Israel was formed in, in, like, I felt like a pretty reasonable way for the time. There was an occupation. There was a war. It was a war and they won. The reason why the land expanded for Israel is because there was a war and they fucking won. Yeah. They had intel that they were going to get bombed and they destroyed their planes first, basically, during the six-day war and they fucking wiped everything out. But, but like the thing about like the Nick Fuentes is saying, well, he made a couple bad jokes for sure, but it's like he's not wrong. That, like, they are just as fucked up as anybody else in the world and any country that's done anything else. And it's like, why are we giving them $3.8 billion when their GDP can handle that? Like, it's nothing to them. I think their military budget is a couple hundred uh, billion or something. Yeah. Like, why do they need that $3.8 billion well, I mean, from us? I guess. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, like why? But, why is California handing out 116 million dollars for people to get vaccines, but they can't fucking feed their homeless? That's one tenth of their fucking homeless population. Or not? Uh, not population. They give over a billion dollars to fix the homeless. The homeless crisis in California does nothing. Yeah, does nothing. They give them. They pay twenty six hundred dollars a month for these people to have tents. Like it does nothing. Mm-hmm. These these our governments are fucking. They don't they don't manage themselves at all. There is like no. It's so wild. Money machine go burr, bro. No, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. I mean, but you know, we also give money to a lot of other countries. That we fund both sides. Things. We give fucking money to Palestine. We give fucking money to fucking Israel. We're giving money to Iran, Pakistan, Iraq. Like funding, they are funding to, uh, Qatar or Qatar who fucking. Al Jazeera, which is like the main reason why we even got into fucking Lebanon in the first place because of their propaganda campaign for us to get into Lebanon. Yeah. They spent over fucking like $300 million over over six years to try to convince the U.S. to go in. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Al Jazeera's got billions of views on YouTube, but here we are. Zuba stuck at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the bottom what are you, but the what, best. Are you, what are you afraid of what are you afraid of al jazeera huh what the hell are you afraid of debate me <laughs> debate me 
did you see that video that's been going viral of the uh of this guy? Hold on, let me, let me fucking. Guys doing a bit. He's like, you know, you know, (laughs) no, do you know who that is? No, you'd have to remind me. I see the yogi from Wild Wild Country. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that is funny, though. That, that is good. That was cla- like, he's just like. Perfect timing, too. Yeah, like, that's what, like, perfect timing. Because he really knows how to make that moment linger. Because at first you're like, why is he, t- oh, shit. Like, yeah, you know, he's, doing okay. like a, he's doing a stand-up routine. Yes, dude, dude. Yeah, I thought Mike would get a kick out of that. But I was waiting for him. But he's not here. I don't know, man. I don't know, guys. It's been a long one, I know, but we're just hanging out. It's Friday night. It's boys' night. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's boys' night, all right. What are you going to do when you get off? What are you about to go do? Going to go listen to the commentary for Scanner Darkly. Oh. Yeah, because <laughs> I did, uh, I did the, the Do the Right Thing episode with Profit last night, and it's another like three-hour monster. I'm like so depressed about editing it <laughs> yeah i mean three out uh, but, why don't you but, guys just like condense it down to like maybe episodes or something i don't know we just go we just go you guys just go with it you know yeah how's he doing doing good yeah he's doing pretty good well, you know. it's a good time it's always good catching up with him he's a funny guy yeah he is he's uh, a funny like when he writes fucked up comments he does it so that he and then he looks to see if anybody reads it like he wants to see your face he doesn't care if you read oh, it out loud. He just wants to see your shocked face. Because <laughs> I just go. I, I'm pretty good at maintaining my... I just look and I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I, know he, I know he's trying to get under my skin sometimes, but it's all no. good. No. <laughs> well, that's just him just, just messing with you. No, I'm not, I'm not a pussy. I get it. I, I, just, I just know now. I'm like, you know what, man? You're just My cold takes are for everybody, and I love them. <laughs> but well, there's some crazy times for sure. No, nothing hot on, nothing popping on Twitter, dude. Not a damn thing, man. Let's see what's on trending. Let's just get a quick peek. Basketball, fags, who cares? Nothing interesting, dude. Oh, really? No, Cruella DeVille. Cruella came out today. Uh, What? um, Is it Quiet Place Part 2 came out? out today in theaters i would go support that film i thought the first one was pretty okay it's okay it's okay i actually watched it this afternoon um it's like really dumb like the logic of the movie doesn't make any sense but the emotional stuff is like on what do you mean it doesn't make any sense it's pretty makes sense can't make noise no i'm just saying like the, the, point. 
well, I know, but the mechanics of how it works and where they live and what they're doing. You live out in the middle of nowhere. What do you mean? Then who's going to hear them, Sean? You just have, you'd have to watch it. You'd be just a little bit like, what's going on? But I do remember just being like Emily Blunt having to give that baby in the bathtub, like in birth. She's like, you know, well, like that's a yeah, good scene, though. There's, no, it is a great scene. But there's a lot of uh, just contrived plot stuff to like get things in a position for the finale. But it's a I overall I do enjoy it though. Like the scene where John Krasinski's like speaking sign language to his his daughter right before he's about to sacrifice himself gets me in the feels, dog. Man, he loves he's like loves. He says, "I I've always loved you." I was and like, then and then screams. Oh, and you're like, "No, dude, <laughs> John Krasinski, not Jim." <sighs> Dude, whatever happened to Pam, bro? Pam had some knockers on her, and she just kind of disappeared. Oh, uh, do you want to make you super depressed? Sure. You want me to tell you the most depressing thing I've done in a long time, next to masturbating a few times a day? Like, I watched the Friends reunion. I did. Dude, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, but you. I didn't know what it was. Haven't you seen the whole show? I yeah yeah I definitely have because our yeah. sister was buying. The she DVDs. had all the DVDs like back in the day, and I remember I spent like a summer, just every night like when I wasn't or every day when I wasn't doing anything with anybody. Like that's what I was doing. I was watching Friends, bro. Just watching <laughs> Friends, which I've actually kind of been looking back. Seinfeld is a great show, but Friends, Friends is okay. Yeah, it's, it's better than How I Met Your Mother, I think. Personally. It got it, like Friends, just like all those shows. They kind of got worse as they went along because they become like kind of soap operas at some point. I don't know if Seinfeld ever did, but no, Seinfeld is an no. exception. That's yeah. an exception to the rule. <laughs> there is, but I, I when I watched, I wanted to more see. I hated a lot of this shit they did. I will say this. As someone who's seen the show, I'm not like a big fan. You know, I'm not like those Office people or even a Seinfeld. I enjoy sitcom i like a good sick i like a sitcom dude sure it's 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 like you know how you're playing uh call of duty it's mindless numbing just garbage yeah made to consume it's like just consume me and i will gladly consume <laughs> like netflix would be nothing without the office it well, would be nothing not, no the office is gone well, no 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 but you're missing me it oh, would back, be nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it definitely used it as like it's the mo- it was the most watched show on thing on know, Netflix. Period for every year it was on. You know, it's it's a record, the most hours viewed, streamed, like yes, at, or office. like yeah. ever. It's like, but do you know how many people have watched? Like, this is crazy. How many people have watched Friends? Hundred billion hours, mm-hmm. or something like that, right? And you're like, think about The Office, bro. The office must be just absurd. Well, dude, like, I used to like all the time. Like if for like I pick like fall asleep shows, and it's usually something shows, yeah. something I've seen a million times. Yeah, and I would put the office on all the time. It's all it's because there's so much of it you forget a lot, no mm-hmm. matter how many times you've seen it. And it's actually, I would say for like a six years, the first six years of the office is like really solid. It's a solid show. It's got yeah. good characters. It's very funny. It's kind of politically incorrect at times. Yeah. Well, have, I mean, Michael is always politi- that's like his thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Michael Scott could really exist now. I don't know if he could do that character again. No, he's but, too much of a pussy. 
He would never. I know, like when he's like doing like, <laughs> talking like a black guy. Like, I mean, yeah. it's all, he's the butt of all the jokes. I mean, he, it's because you're supposed to roll your eyes and kind of cringe a little bit. But yeah, I mean, but the thing is, Steve Carell and all these they're they're pussies. Like Seth Rogen, like they are not really artists. Like they're not really comedians. They have a funny joke. They do their funny thing. They find like a funny way, and like people like it. But they would never risk their career today, like to be ostracized by Hollywood to go do something like The Office today. Ricky Gervais would. Ricky Gervais would be like, "Fuck you! I'm going to do what I want." Well, he but does make shows. He makes like kind of sappy melodrama comedies. Who? Ricky Gervais. Yeah, 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 but he's not afraid. To me, if I had to guess, like he. No, he will would not care about the the modern like no, what he, people. Yeah, think he would. He kind of pokes pokes the bear he like he would poke the bear i mean i, all, I mean, I, I mean it, would get it sean it's you always hollywood would get it it's always sunny in philadelphia which is a lot more analogous to like uh they're all conservatives except I charlie i don't know if they're all conservatives no nah, i'm just kidding I don't <laughs> but um but that show has still kind of maintained its edge over the years not as edgy dude i don't think it's, it's as edgy oh dude but. there was some pretty edgy stuff uh yeah, but it might be edgy, edgy and relative to what? Like into what no, to, like to what's on know? to what's what the alternatives are. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. everything's a fucking bunch of pussies. Like 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 there's no who's the greatest risk taker right now that you could say that guy is pushing the edge. Like working on television? Like anything. Like any big, big guy that's like going against the grain, like anti woke. Like anti like major studio. None. No, no, there's nobody. Not that no. comes to mind immediately, no. Like other than Seth other Rogen. than like comedi- some comedians. Seth Rogen dropped James Franco so fucking fast over an allegation and some doing some weird shit. Like if anybody didn't know that for James Franco was a little off, like I, I could tell you. You know, I think he was a little weird. He probably did he probably hit on chicks he shouldn't have. You know, it's like Crystalia. He probably hit on chicks he shouldn't have. You know, but is that like fucking ruin your life material? Fucking uh what's his name? The fucking comedian, Tony, didn't even, like, if you actually watch in the context of, like, the whole 20 minutes, it makes sense. No, he, I know, but he, he went for it. Like, he went for... No, that, he does that every night. No. He did that, that, yes, that is his routine. That Before was not... they do Kill Tony, they do 20 minutes no, of I know, I know that, I, I know that, but he does not, uh, he had never done that material, because he was doing it off the fly. He was just making it up. No, that is not true. That is wrong. Damn, it is true. I I watched a 30-minute video. The guy being like, this is from this night. This is from this night. This is from this night. What's saying? He didn't, he didn't say chink, okay? He didn't say that. But he would always, like, yell at him. Yeah, and, like, he'd rag on, rag on him, yes. And then as, like, they got, the as, they, as they got comfortable working together, he probably felt like, I'm going to go for this really edgy joke, and it's probably fine because we've been working together, and this is kind of the The whole dynamic crowd was dying. Everyone was laughing. I know. Because it was funny. No, Poor but... It, Pen Dong or Pen Dang or whatever his name Whatever, is. but, like, that's the dude that sold him out and, like, uploaded the clip. Like, you're a bitch, and now you just lost your fucking spot. Like, now you will never be involved with those people again, and you shouldn't be. No, because... Well, they don't... Damn, they don't want to be. Like, all those Austin comics that are from Austin, they are not super stoked that those guys are there, and they apparently... I bro. Come on. No, 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 but what I'm saying is... They don't care. They don't care. They they like their little community and blah blah blah. 
but they, they're fucking they, old school, uh, they're all news. They're all like on Reddit and stuff, I guess. And they all talk about this shit. Good. No, but Good. what's what hey, I'm saying? They don't care about those guys in terms of like trying to climb a ladder. They don't care. They're 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 not plugged in that ecosystem. They don't want to be. They don't care. That's what That's I'm saying. Because crazy. because That's they're like crazy. they're like ideological about what they think they're is dumb, appropriate and comedy. You won't make it. You're no, dumb. You, you'll never. Well, I mean, they're obviously about to go after Joe Rogan pretty hard. Uh, Tim Dillon, the comedian, and Joe oh, Rogan's yeah, yeah. friends. Oh yeah, yeah. New York Times. I saw. Yeah. yeah. So they're said, def- go respectfully fuck yourself to that New York Times report. Yeah, yeah. But like, so they're clearly going to do a giant hit piece on Joe Rogan. Oh in yeah. The future. Oh so, yeah. They're gonna try to take him down. See, they've they haven't been able to, so they go after all of his friends. Yep. And now, I don't. I'm very curious what's gonna happen with this. What story. do you think? Well, what do you think? What do you think they're gonna have on him? If there's one thing you could think that they could have on Joe Rogan. Oh, that, they're, like, just, they're gonna the, go. They could go just dig up old material, like no, no, like no, they no, do no, with no, all no, these guys. No, 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 no. That's not gonna work. Not with Joe. Now listen. There has. There's only a couple things that can really fuck you up like bill cosby like that his life is over he's done okay like that's no it. yeah i understand that yeah. no but i'm what i'm saying what is the thing there's got to be that thing he's got that they think are they gonna pewdiepie him are you sick of they do like what the washington post did to pewdiepie where they just like in huffington post like they just went at him for like it like these jokes that weren't yeah they were just jokes think, or whatever think, but also he has thousands and thousands of hours of podcasts I know, I know. Well, yeah. no, but they, they're going to take it out of context. No, they're going to recontextualize listen, it. And I don't think Joe Rogan will, will go and capitulate. I hope he d- doesn't if this is the case. But they are doing everything they can to like poison the public like uh, will against Joe no, Rogan. No, listen something. to me. You can't go after someone like Joe Rogan right now. Yeah, you can. Sean, Sean. It won't whether it's whether it's work. effective or not. Like, no, I don't no, no, know. But listen to me. If you're gonna come after Joe right now, like this is because they've tried, like you said, they've tried, they've tried. They the Spotify employees and like yeah, they try every well, they try every that, couple that, weeks because they have people that literally just watch his show to see if he oh, says something. Right. Or they get clips sent to them by people. Yeah, you know. But, but what I'm saying is you can't take down someone like Joe Rogan with some like bullshit, like something he said 10 years ago. Like, I really don't believe you could like not well, Joe look, Rogan. Well, look about, he's, look at Brian Callen. What? what if there's something, what if a woman is going to like, what him? I'm saying there's no. gotta be something else. I mean, I don't listen. Not I have just no, I, said. I, this is completely speculation. I have no idea what the angle they have on this piece. For all I know, it could be a glowing profile, how he's the future of comedy in Austin and blah, blah, blah. That's, it could be that. I have a feeling it's not. They don't cover Joe Rogan positively. He hasn't been covered no. positively in years. Basically, ever since Trump started running for office and... Conservatives were outlawed, yes. And then he would have people like Jordan Peterson, Gavin McInnes, like... Those kind of people would be on there, and they associate those people with, you know, far right extremists. Okay, let's say if it's another one of those hit pieces, like just like what we've been seeing. Um, one, no one's gonna care. No one's gonna care. Not if if it's it no. has to be something that's like uh, socially transgressive. No, even then, doesn't if, matter. If it was a rape, if there's a rape allegation or something, that is definitely gonna affect them. I don't think no. If it's like hey, temperature he's made in up- the. The temperature in the world will just have everybody there's, fucking turning there, against them. There is a reason. No, listen. Like I, 
I just don't buy it. What if what if he's exposed as a he cheats on his wife all the time or something eh, like you who know? Cares? I don't care. No, like, I'm not saying you would care. Like, what I'm no, saying if is, he's if he's involved eating cheese pizza, he's in a cheese pizza pizza factory. That's what could take down Joe Rogan. Now you tell me some 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 the thing that happened. Brian Callen's a fucking nobody, Sean. A fucking nobody compared to Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan is the Dan, epitome Brian, of, of Brian of, Callen was on a network comedy no, sitcom. No, Dan, stop. He, like that's dumb. Stop. Like, what are you thought? It's Dan, not the same. Billion. We were just talking about how many pe- people watch sitcoms. What I'm saying, he, he was a household name. That's why. That's why people knew to feel a certain way about him because they knew who he was. Sean, but you're talking. You're talking like, like. Brian Callen is on the same of Joe. Rogan. There's no way. There's not like no, Joe in terms, Rogan in terms is of like, like the you're not he's like, Joe Joe Rogan. He's like Stanley Kubrick, dude. That's he, Joe no. Rogan. He if, okay, but if it Dan, came he, out, that's if it came out Stanley on. Kubrick. Hold on, one quick question. If it came out Stanley Kubrick like raped somebody in the fifties, it would not touch his movies. No one would care. Look at Woody uh, Woody Allen. Well, Woody yeah. Allen's well, the no, modern that, sense. in the was, modern sense. Woody Allen. But, what, People completely give it ten years. Them. Give give it ten years. Give it ten years. They'll be back. Like they always like they did. We're in the nineties. Would it touch his filmography? Thing. Like I don't know. That's like a per, like we have somebody like Roman Polanski. That's already like, yeah. Like, like, look, so we're still making movies, right? Well, I, so, I don't not anymore. But um, but these guys got away with it for a long time. No, what I'm I'm just saying. Like I think Joe Rogan is the biggest thing on the internet or in podcasting. Period. That's but that's a way more niche thing than you think it is. Like, if he gets twenty million views, like average of podcasts, that's twenty million people versus three hundred and twenty million people that live in the country. And then you got to think about how many of the population actually watch like sitcom television, network Sean, television, a lot. It's, it's tanking. Like it's oh, absolutely tanking. All no. the metrics are showing people are losing cable. Like no oh, one cares yeah, anymore. No, because, yeah, because that, that's evolving now. Everybody has to like Hulu and stuff, right? Which is I, the I, internet. But, but it's the same shows. That's what I'm saying. But they treat it like it's just TV, and then they watch the same shows. So Brian Callen just is probably in front of a lot more faces on a regular basis than somebody like Joe Rogan. Yeah, that may be true, but consistency. How many people listen to Joe Rogan? Like and actually like interact with Joe Rogan. All the time, I understand like, that, but not way as, more than than sitcom, like not, like like something that Brian Callen was on. Name the show that he was on without looking it up. Name the gold, it. Gold, the Goldbergs. Is that really what it was? Yes. You're way more plugged in than I am. I don't know, but that's He's not for like I've six years or something. Never heard of it. I, I know, have but you never heard of that show. I think you. Would, I'm saying you would be surprised at how many people still. Watch that. Yeah, they're all, all all over the age of fifty-five. No, they're not, not normal. Yes, it is. There's plenty of people that are younger that watch. Sitcoms. I literally just, I just, you're crazy. I'm not crazy. on on Hulu or on TV. It, where does it? Why does it matter where they watch it? They still it watch matters. it. I'm talking it about like the, the people. Just a lot of people watch those things. That's all. My whole point. That's my nah, only. Fuck them. I don't care. No one's bigger than Joe Rogan. <laughs> no one. No one. Like, you can't come for the king. Like if you had to watch the Goldbergs or listen to a Joe Rogan episode, even with something you someone you hated, you would much rather listen to Joe Rogan than watch. Yeah, like, but we're, we're part. Shit. We're part of a generation or a, a time right. where that's completely normal, normalized. Like, like for us, we're in the but main demographic. Yeah, but we're still, but we're still like a niche, though. We are still a niche. We're not like 
it's not like half the population. It's like, you know, Done. we're like, a niche. Joe Rogan's not. We're a niche. No, we're Joe not. Rogan is like the fucking thing. Like he's the relative, god. Dude, the relative, god. just relative to entertainment and who how many people listen to something, he's <laughs> he is a niche. I no. No way. I disagree. You know, uh, Rush Limbaugh reaches 3 million people in in a couple hours, and that's a big deal. He was hitting 100, 200 million a month downloads, or 40 million a month downloads. But if you go by how many people go back and, like, they listen, like, I read this whole article about how many, like, dude, it's absurd. Well, it's it's always going to, the number's always going to go up. No, I'm talking about per month he was getting 40 million downloads, Sean. I know. I, I understand that. When he had iTunes. Like, on iTunes alone. And he was on every single streaming app, cat podcast app ever. Like, there was, it's it's unknown. And it's ridiculous. Like, Joe Rogan is the um, the letterman. The, the like, yes, of, 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 of podcasts. No, of uh, all. I he disagree. He is letterman. He is letterman, Sean. There's plenty of people that don't I, listen he, I think you're so like no, it's, it's almost obnoxious. Dude, it's no, obnoxious. Dan, Dan, you're, honestly, you're, you're honestly, being, dude. It's, it's so hyperbolic to suggest that like everybody knows Joe Rogan. Every I mean, single probably, person yeah. in America probably has a better chance of knowing Joe Rogan yeah, than Brian what? Allen. Yeah, from from what from the Does Joe it Rogan matter? experience or from Fear Factor or you or the UFC or the UFC, which are what other and entertainment that all arms? fucking leads to his back to his podcast, Sean. No, it doesn't. No, there's it no all leads back. To, I mean, why does he have more, the, the largest UFC, UFC is, commentary is Joe Rogan? Like I know. I'm talking said, off the, of the UFC. Yes, the UFC definitely has a like the audience for the UFC. There's probably a large overlap with like people that listen to Joe Rogan for sure. Fear Factor, we could probably say it probably. But not. but Fear Factor was like a global phenomenon. Like it's not just in the same way that like American television sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, but I didn't usually watch... reach reach across the pond. They become global but, but things. This is, but this is where like I think you're mistaken. Is because why did I start watching it? Was because of you. You said. I, Yo, dude, check this out. It's actually really cool. I know it's weird. It's Joe Rogan. He's UFC fucking Fear Factor guy. Yeah. But he has really interesting people on. It's back like 2013, 2014. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll check. That's where Jordan Peterson, like, you know, like, I was like, oh, like, this is really neat. And then I fell in love and I haven't turned back. And I've, anytime I see, like, I'm not going to listen to every episode. Yeah, but, but we. There are, we like that stuff, though. I mean, that's just we have a proclivity for that. I there is no way they paid him a hundred fucking million dollars for three years of his show, Sean. That is absurd. A hundred million dollars is what Spotify paid him for a three-year contract. Yeah, I know. Dan, it's it is it in that be another show where they do that. Yeah, it still doesn't mean it's not like part of a, the niche world of podcasts. I, I disagree. Okay, we'll just have to agree to disagree. We disagree. <laughs> if someone's willing to pay a hundred million dollars for fucking three he years, is, of course he's val- he's he is valuable. Obviously, like I don't know, like Tom Brady doesn't if even he, get paid that much money in like ten years. Like, I don't know. Like the lead, wow. the leader of an organization, like he's literally one guy in a fucking in a room. Like that's cool. 
and Jamie and like yeah, I, I don't yeah else. I don't disagree with that like that like, he's very he he's, sucks at comedy like it's like it's just the podcast show. he's the number one podcast in the country I mean I guarantee you Joe Rogan would not be on the UFC today if he did not have that podcast I Whoa. guarantee you that like he would not dude, like he, is a he has no he dude his roots with the UFC go back to like it's almost its inception I mean like it does actually literally does but they fire guys comment he's the only one that stayed consistent yes because he's very popular in 2012 and they fired goldberg i think the guy's actually i'm I'm kidding i think that's what his name was uh but they fired him like out of nowhere and joe rogan don't like he was worried about his him losing his job he's talked about it and he's like but then the podcast started getting more popular in like 2012 2013 i started and then he could like ask for more money the guy gets paid like half a million dollars to show up to one of those. It might even be more now. That was like a year ago when I looked it up. Probably but depends. He is on the, the biggest, ticket. baddest man on the planet. You want to? You want to sell a book? You're going to Joe Rogan. Like, I've, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, because and, but it's yeah. also that's targeted towards his audience. Like his audience is obviously more open minded. They are curious people. They like to listen to intellectuals talk for three hours at a time. I mean, like. That's why you would go on there. There's definitely different different people are going to for sitcoms for different types of entertainment. Like obviously, people are going to watch a sitcom because it's different type of entertainment. Yes, and you have you have your proclivities. Like you have your the but, things but that like, you like. I a lot of people that watch that sitcom also listen to Joe Rogan. It's that's totally where, like it's definitely possible. Like, mean, yeah, but like he's got a big enough like kind of market share in the world where his audience is going to have overlap with a lot of things. Global, dude. There is just like I'm sorry if Joe Rogan asked me to come on his show tomorrow, I would fucking I would be there. Of course you would. Yeah. Like, but if Mark Maron, man, I probably still would do it because I'm a nobody. But you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, if you have a choice between Mark Maron's podcast, which is a large podcast, that's a lot. He has a sitcom. He has his own show. Okay, or well, going on Joe Rogan, going on Joe Rogan is no comparison. Like entertainment comedian, same guy has his own sh- like because of your the lexicon he had his own show, or Joe Rogan who does UFC and Fear Factor and does stand up every now and then. Like there is no difference. There is no. I mean, there is no comparison. Like you're going to Joe Rogan. You're always going. Yeah, yeah. always. Well, and also Mark Marin isn't like. He talks to more like Obama was on his podcast. Sean, I know. Obama. Well, because I think after there was a time where Mark Marin might have been was, the biggest podcast. And then guess who came? Because that's what Sean, I used to listen to Mark Marin before I even knew what the fuck Joe, Joe Rogan was doing. Because yeah, it was the number one podcast. I used, uh, I used to listen. He, had, w, he, yeah. he has some great interviews. Louis C.K. and him crying. Yeah, I've heard it, dude. Now listen. <laughs> listen, but that's my point is like Joe Rogan is eclipsed everything there is nothing bigger than joe rogan in entertainment he is the number one thing besides who okay if we're gonna say podcast for sure uh who's the number one movie star hands down who you got who you gonna pick as your top number one draft pick who you picking what that like makes money no just number one like who's your number one most influential you put this guy in the movie you know it's gonna make you money like this is who i'm picking Maybe like Leonardo DiCaprio, maybe. Really, I was gonna say Tom Cruise or The Rock for me. Tom Tom Cruise is definitely The Rock. Uh, he's actually has not done well when he's like on his own. But uh, shit, uh, I don't know, man. Like you Just know, he out. he came up with a Damn couple or whatever. Yeah, Black Adam or whatever Black that Adam. shit. Sick. I'm kind of hyped for it, honestly. 
But were you not hyped for Joker 2? They've officially started writing the script for Joker 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm over it. You know, fuck you. No, but like, okay, (laughs) we got that in like the sports world. Like, you know, uh, that's kind of a tough one because that's more about meritocracy and, and, and performance, I guess. But there is, like, Joe Rogan is on, if there's like a Mount Rushmore right now, Joe Rogan's on Mount Rushmore. Like, he is on the Mount. He is one of the most influential people in the world. Like, no doubt. In my opinion. Like, I would, like, honestly. You got, like, you got, like, the president, like, Donald Trump. Like, Donald Trump is super influential still. Like, still. Globally. I mean, he says something, shit moves. Like, and it happens. Cheney, out of her fucking seat for talking shit. She went and shut her fucking mouth. And Trump's like, boop, 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 boop. Mitch. My Get rid guy. Of Get rid yeah, of I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not. I'm sure he's like feels like he's on an island now. But it, there, he's definitely on the entertainment. Uh, he's up there. Like there, is, like Louis C.K. probably was up there. Dave Chappelle was up there at one point. But Dave Chappelle is the king of comedy. He's not the king of entertainment. You're not yeah. gonna. Go, and Joe Rogan's not, the king of like commentating and podcasts. No, no. But listen, like if you. Like, you're not going to go out the door, I would imagine, for me. Like, I would go pay to see a Dave Chappelle, like, for uh, to see him in person than I would before Joe Rogan. Yeah, like, of course. Hands but, down. Yeah, but, you, and, but that's in the same way that you would listen to Joe Rogan over Mark Maron. Exactly. But, I understand, but so they, they but, are the top of their, 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 their disciplines. Their craft, craft, right? So I was saying... But like there, it, no one pays that kind of money without Spotify. Just you just don't drop a hundred mil, dude. You just don't do that. Oh, they like they, they, people. They do that sh- kind of shit all the time, dude. But like hundred million in terms one of like guy? people people that have deals and stuff because that is their business, and they wanted to be, get more aggressively into the podcast business. Damn, Spotify is not like a. Has not been known as a destination for podcasts until pretty recently, and they were like, "We're going to get the biggest podcast on here exclusively." Oh, it's fucking ballsy! Dude. And then, uh, and then player. other people, then other people, they'll start Ooh, using do they Spotify. Have other podcasts on there? Yeah, they do with video, but they with video they don't. I think I don't Joe Rogan. Yeah, one. I think Joe Rogan might be the only one with the video. But yeah, you they know have awesome. Oh my god, to host oh, that the bandwidth, yeah. Uh, like I'll uh, fucking. Tim Pool has to pay like like fifteen thousand dollars a month in bandwidth. Yeah, yeah. And he's like a nobody in comparison. Could you imagine? They're probably paying millions or something like that bandwidth. That's oh. a scam, dude. That's a scam, dude. Like think about it. There's some company who just holds all this bandwidth. They're like it's ours. Like think about. It. They're like like there's no way it could cost them that much money. They're like there's some guy at the end, and all he has to do is flick a switch on it. Like that's that guy's job. To make sure shit, just some generators going, some like shits running, mm-hmm. and like this guy is just chilling, and he he's getting paid fifteen twenty dollars now. He doesn't give a fuck, but that guy keeps entering on, you know, and like like there's that guy that keeps the internet going down and, and, like, there, I, chain smoking cigarettes. Yeah, like... dude, I just want to say I support you, man. I feel you. Thank you. But there's like the bandwidth overlords, and they can just charge you like astronomical amounts. Of, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause you gotta think your internet company, they are paying for the bandwidth. Yeah. 
So no wonder they want to put like data limits and caps and shit. They're like, this is fucking exp- this guy's like, I wonder how much money I'm costing. Like my goal, my goal is to make to make them like regret making it a hundred dollars. Yeah. My goal is to make it like a thousand dollars a month for them a minimum. Like that's how much it's costing them. So I just download stuff. I don't even want. I mean, honestly, dude, I probably like I think I get throttled after a certain point. They're like, this guy's costing us too much fucking money. Like, no, that's also you have you have Xfinity. Yes. Yeah, so do I. They just kind of suck sometimes. And then they do these they like do. Un- unannounced maintenances and it's oh, like one in the morning. Dude. And you're like and you're like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like Yeah, I gotta go like I guess I gotta go look at my fucking phone now, like an asshole. <laughs> Well, it sucks because it always happens. Like I'm, all right, I'm climbing into bed. I'm getting into bed. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna put something on so I can drift off, and then no internet. Yeah. Oh, because your TV. You put it on the TV. Yeah. Oh, you're fucking wild, dude. I literally. So what I, I've removed all technology from my room. So like I don't take my phone in there anymore because, dude, I sleep better. Honestly, mm-hmm. I really do. It's so dark and it's just so peaceful. Yeah, you all, it's almost like you have to be bored to fall asleep, which is it's hard, but you really think a lot more, dude. Yeah, like you think and you're like, oh, like, dude, I get into, I got into like a Zen mode the other night, but I was high as fuck. And I was like, <laughs> it's like fucking losing it. <laughs> Am I horny? No, I'm just thirsty. <laughs> like I literally said <laughs> shit, man. Hey, man. Anyway, no, that's, that's okay. a good that's a good thing, though. I think that's probably a, a positive thing. And then I, I, yeah, I'm just, I got a weight scale, food weight scale, uh, really cool app, my fitness pal. It's actually really cool. Uh, you can scan any food and it tells you exactly how much calories and like everything like per serving. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty neat. Like, and you weigh it out and you just tell it how much you're eating and it, and if you like are a certain weight and you want to reach a certain, lose like a pound and a half a week over the next, you know, whatever. Yeah. It will just help you get there. That's cool. You do yeah. it. That's a pretty cool way to track your food if you guys are trying to lose a couple pounds. Uh, and it's actually kind of fun. You're like, oh, like I didn't know two eggs were 145 calories or whatever. You're like, oh, that's interesting. So my limit is 1,600 calories per day. Yeah. Which is actually a lot more than you would think. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. You can you eat know. a lot. No, but dude, like, you'd be shocked, man. A tablespoon of fucking mayonnaise, bro? <laughs> You're like, fuck, man. Like you it's gotta, a lot. You gotta get that granular with it, yeah. It's it's fucking like I literally was thinking I was like I had a 550 calorie sandwich and it wasn't even that good. This is a bullshit fucking 120 calories per piece of this bread. I, how have we not just like created a pill, you know, like to, know. to fix this shit? How has that not been a thing yet? That not like, getting that pill just burns everything that it eats and just gives you what you need. Yeah. Can you imagine if they create like a pill? They just made you. Do you know what would be really cool? What? If they created a thing that you could like put in your stomach. Like so once you eat like amount like for healthy reasons, it just falls out. Like it just like like how the Romans used to do with the throw up sick, but you could just keep eating and enjoying. Yeah. And just like food just like just like the ghosts from uh like Casper just falling out of yeah, you. Dude. Yeah, because like or like Slimer from Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, like that would be amazing because that's the whole thing about food. It's like, it's the, especially when you start doing drugs again, like you're just like the flavors and like you just enjoy food so much. 
but it's so awful because you know you know but I, you can't help yourself because you're high so you're just like i don't care i've had like this really strange inkling to go get pizza right like another pizza like a big fat pizza but i've fought it off pretty well i did i did kind of die when i went i was like okay i went and got this like this is philly cheesesteak place i was like fuck it dude and i got one I thought about getting four, like, because your mind goes crazy when you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. I can't live off of this for the next six days. Like, yeah, Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, that's what, that, that's, what you say, that's what you say, and then you're, like, two servings, like, two sittings. They're all gone. No, 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 no. I am actually really, really good now. Like, if I do buy a pizza, like, I will eat two pieces, and I put it away, and I'll have, like, two pieces for breakfast, and mm-hmm. then, like, I'll have two pieces for like maybe maybe a piece for lunch but then like two pieces for dinner and that's it mm-hmm. like i can manage i can manage i'm really good at managing shitty food now there you go except burgers because you can't eat half a burger like that's a fucking you gotta go like, once you, you start eat it. yeah and the fries can't let them go to waste <laughs> Think, who, but, never, who likes cold reheated fries i, mean, I love them i love them i like a stale fry i, like I love them really They've been sitting out on the counter for like nine hours. Really? You're Are you high. serious? Dude, the one of the grossest things I did when I was high, like Foster didn't eat his dinner. And I sure. made him like hot dogs and like butter noodles with Parmesan cheese. And it sat there for like six hours. And then I was oh. really high and it was like two in the morning. You didn't and I care. Just ate, and I ate that shit, dude. I was like. Was it good? Because I was so high, it was. Like you yeah. even enjoy that. You're just like, this is amazing. This is the greatest day of my life. I usually get kind of worried, uh, honestly. So I just stay out of the kitchen as long as I can, and then yes. But I, but what I do though, but when you I break, get, you break that I get seal, dude. It's over. No, but this is what you do. This is what you do. Eat something really. So what I do is I have like uh, almonds, like wasabi almonds. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Those are great, right? But that for some reason, you eat like a hand. You don't want to eat a lot of them because they're hot. Like this is like you just like, okay. Like I've had enough. And I can do that. Does that to me? That's my trick. I eat some almonds, and I'm I'm, I'm like a, a cup of almonds, like one cup, and I'm yeah. like I'm good. Yeah, I got some new almonds. I got the uh, sriracha sauce almonds, and I'm Ooh, like, yo, that's pretty good. Shit. My God, we've been going for a long time tonight. All right, I'm sorry. All right, guys, if you've made it this far, like <laughs> congratulations. Like, <laughs> we said like an hour ago, like literally let's like talk over about Mass an hour Effect. ago. Let's talk about Mass Effect real quick. This is uh, but this was one of those uh, that's what happens sometimes, man. That's what's this, po- this podcast. We tell you it's gonna be over soon, and we just don't. We just keep don't going. End it. Keep all podcasts now are a marathon podcast. You know, I really quickly. Okay, really quickly, but I just <laughs> I was thinking about like what happens if you just live streamed everything in your house twenty four seven. Like, would people watch it? Yeah, people have like done that. you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, someone's probably done it, but. Like, maybe if you did, like, a seven-day fasting challenge or something, and then, like, you just hit a bunch of Snickers in your <coughs> bathroom, because obviously you're not going to have a camera in there, and, like, you can set, like, the camera's audio, and you're in the bathroom, like, you're see your paper tearing, and, like... Yeah. It's like, you know? <laughs> just, like, just, like... I, uh, I haven't lost any weight all week. This is insane. <laughs> I actually have gained weight because I've eaten like this is uh, crazy. My body yeah. is just going wacky right now. Yeah, wow, it must be this water keto weight. Diet, this keto diet is ridiculous. Water weight. 
Call me Aquaman. I'm Alice Waterwick going on. That'd be pretty funny. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of ideas that would be really funny to try while live streaming, and I think that would be fun. One of them. But I would, yeah, if, if Sarah ever like left town with Foster for like the weekend, I would. I might consider doing something like that, just in yeah. the living room. Just hanging <laughs> just, out. Just set it up in the living room. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I mean, you really could. My God, might happen. Might oh yeah, happen. Might happen. But uh, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. We can't go yep. over three hours, anyways. So, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, Michael will be out of that goddamn ravine. And uh, if you'd like to know more about Zoobox, you want to keep up to date with Zoobox. There's a bunch of links in the description for Facebook, Instagram, my Twitter, Dan's Twitter, or my other alternate YouTube channel, which you should go subscribe to because that'll be our backup channel if this ever gets nuked. And uh, also my D Live channel, where I do usually on Monday nights. I do a show called Nightcap. So, anyways, thanks everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Tex, how you doing? How you doing? Why don't you come over here and see at the school? Yeah, I kind of figured it was. Gotta figure what? Gotta do it. Just go right over here, please. Yeah. What's going on? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Just, you knew what was going to happen. Somebody was going to show up here. Somebody was going to show up here. It's all right. You know what? I have nothing to live for anyway. Well, what do you mean you have? high school. I, I have no motivation to finish it. None of the pills about work. What do you do for a little? I don't have a job.